Hey y'all, this is Watching While Black with Gizmo. Miles. And Madge. <laughs> we're gonna do <laughs> She's having a moment. But today we're doing a recap and we're giving our thoughts on the episode or the first season of White Lotus. We can redo that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had it until you cracked. I'm so sorry, guys. This is hard, people. This is this is no different from like acting or getting ready to go on stage. Like, yeah, sometimes you get the giggles. Ah. You get the giggles. You get the stage fright. You get the all of the above. Just it's, it's yeah, man. It's a process. So it's we're process. trying to cover that first season of White Lotus, which is a wild show. Very much so. And I have some words. I have some I have some thoughts and theories. I have some things to say. <laughs> so much to say. But uh can I please ask, what do you guys think of it first? <laughs> What's the first thing? Uh it's pretty it's pretty wild and and, and, and insane and bazonkers. Cause like it's not it's not like most shows I watched before. Mm-hmm. I've seen some like crazy shows and movies, but like it's 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 still pretty up there as like as far as like like mature and like crazy storylines go and mm-hmm. like crazy like like abstract stuff goes because i see because i've seen um what were we like what were we watching before oh like it was like a ari ari, ari astra show like all oh, right like a hereditary or like uh uh, uh midsummer uh, type thing but yeah it was, re- it was pretty good it's pretty good decent mm-hmm. decent well i went into it blindly i never heard of the show like i heard of it but never like any of the storyline I just saw like the the award uh, show recaps, and I'm thinking, man, I'm gonna enjoy this, or it's gonna be really good. Let me see what this is about. And I was like, whoa! When it was over, I had to take a break. Like I was gonna try to binge watch the entire show. I had to take a mental break because I was like, what did I just watch? Like it was all over the place, but it still kind of flowed. I have a lot of theories too. I have a lot of comments questions concerns <laughs> the acting in general was really good there was no stale actors on there like they did good job with the casting um yeah they were on point the casting was fish french kiss like chef kiss whatever you call it but like, it was beautiful like it like they did really good they got really skilled people they got really known actors and they kind of broke the the norm of what they normally do so that was i liked that uh i do think season one was short and could have been longer i wish i kind of had more of a background as to, to what was going on uh, in general but i was i was shook the first season I also didn't know what to expect from the show because I had only literally the only thing I saw of it was the the meme of Jennifer Coolidge with the uh, these gays are trying to kill me, you know, like that's the only thing I saw of the thing. And I was like, sure, I'll watch that, you know, and then I heard who was making it like uh, Mike White. And I was like, oh, I know that guy, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) and so I was like, cool, I'm going to watch it, you know, and then uh it was not anything like I thought it was going to be. The other, I didn't really have any expectations going in because I, I didn't, hadn't even watched a trailer or anything. Like I, I just went, I went in cold basically. Um, mm. uh, but it was, but it was still like it still is odder than any show I've seen. Yeah. Really, like it, it, it has its own vibe that is kind of. It's incredibly awkward. It's incredibly. It's like you're you you have like. What's the um, secondhand embarrassment kind of thing? You have the secondhand embarrassment yeah. of like these characters where you're like, it's like secondhand awkwardness where you're like, 
ugh, like like you're in the weird social situation and you're like oh why it's cringe are you, why are you working on my um social anxiety right now yeah. Yeah. and i'm not even there it's not even about me i'm like but i feel it you know yeah. and i don't know how they like i feel like the um the job of media mm-hmm. is to make you feel something and if they've done that then they've done their job yeah and so obviously this show did its job of yeah. making me feel incredibly socially anxious and awkward about every interaction between everyone i agree so yeah yeah, it's like hitting, it's like hitting like every like personal thing that you go through like in, in like public. Oh, like oh, for real, yeah. like yeah. um, you having to chat with random strangers. Yeah, yeah. when you're in ran- in situations. Yeah, like some people just like oversharing with stuff. Like stuff, oh yeah. my god, like, yes. oversharing. Like oh, I'm just talking to, like just like going off like way too long. You're just like oh yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the conversation that goes on too long, or like anything like that. Yeah, I yeah I feel like as the kids call it nowadays cringe the show if it had one word to describe it would be cringe like they embodied that for in real. one season um and they did a really good job at actually showing those awkward situations like being someone who i i know people who are socially awkward like my sister is beyond socially awkward like she can't she like cringe like no offense. I feel it to though. Her. I feel it though. But like it's like seeing her interact with people, I can see how she constantly feels awkward versus like me, I'm more of a casual person. I'll talk to anybody. I do some of those parts, like certain parts in the show where they were kind of oversharing, I was like, Okay, this is extreme. Even <laughs> I would feel like this is awkward and I can talk to people. Like I don't like I can casually talk to people I don't know and not feel some type of way and not get anxious about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they intentionally were constantly trying to make people uncomfortable, especially like the interaction and the dynamic between the staff and the guest. Like at times, being that I used to work in the service industry, I understand how like sometimes interacting with people, even if you're not socially awkward, just the way they are as people is so <laughs> it can be grating yeah it and it can just, wear wear you down a bit uh, yeah. if you're in it for that that long exactly because in, in it for long enough because i feel like a good example character wise in the show uh armand yeah, am armand. i saying right yeah, armand. armand he did a good job like he would switch from the minute he would go to his office and to him to his true self and then he would have to put on that front for the the guest and the employees yeah like, you can see him make <gasps> that switch you see it instantly because he, he does that quick breath yeah. and he's like all right and yeah get, like getting back into the fray of yeah. it you know like kind of thing which is yeah. it was just pretty hilarious every yeah time. It's, like, it's, it's very realistic yeah, it's so real because like you saw like people like hey what's up you're like oh. hey you gotta, like set yourself up whatever yeah. that's hard to do though that's hard yeah to do. sack yourself into it yeah yeah it, it's this is kind of off topic but it's on topic at the same time but like like i go to therapy which it's great. I recommend it for everyone. Like I need that. <laughs> but yeah, me too. I that um, the switching on and off. Like I used to live in a situation where I had to switch on and off, and I was like, it gets to the point to where mentally it's so taxing. You don't really know who you are, and I feel like his character is a good example of someone who was losing himself in the image he had to portray to be the role of a manager and. You saw it in how he was like, I didn't even know uh, Leil, was it Leilani? Uh, Lonnie. Lonnie. I didn't even know Lonnie was pregnant. I just thought she was a plus size woman. I didn't know she was having a baby when she was sweating. I didn't know the 
the stuff on her shirt was vomit. He was like, I thought it was just food. Like, he was like, I did not pay attention to her as a person. I was just trying to get the job done. And he was like, I can't believe it. And he he had that heart-to-heart with um, Belinda, like, in the second or third episode, I believe. Or maybe even in the later parts of the first (laughs) one. Belinda, everybody, Magical Negro. Pretty much. Like, I feel like Belinda's character is well-rounded. I feel like they made her kind of naive. Being that she worked in the environment that she did, I didn't like how quickly she attached on to Jennifer. Uh, I think she tried to fight it in the beginning, man. Like she, she was really like but, trying to set boundaries yeah. there a, a lot of the times. And and then um, uh, Jennifer Coolidge, I'm sorry, I yeah. won't remember this character's name, but Jennifer uh, Coolidge yeah. was, was kind of like railroading her, it, oh, it, yeah, you know, sure. and wouldn't take no for an answer a lot of the time. And see, that was my thing. Like she was she she was definitely overstepping boundaries boundaries is another big thing in this show i feel like every single character overdid it with boundaries or they didn't set their own boundaries because even with belinda she would try to set the boundary but jennifer coolidge character she just kept going and going Hmm. but even then it's like over the course of six days over the course it took six days for someone to that you just met to automatically change your mind about a dream which i understand but it's kind of like if anything, like, I've never met this woman before. I'm like, okay, I'll go to dinner with you. I'll see what you have to say. But if anything, I would have been the one to be like, let me think about this. Instead, it took her saying, okay, yes, I got a business plan, which is something that's great. I'm glad that she did that. I don't like that she threw away the business plan exactly. afterwards. Like, just because it wouldn't work with that lady doesn't mean that you can't find else. other investors. And see, that's how come I was like, I didn't like how the way that she was depicted with that it was very naive it's like you don't throw away your dream just because it didn't work out with the first person if anything you should have known hey i need to make sure i have this plan so when people like her do come through i can give them the spew and i can let them bid on me not me bid on them which is what i think she had messed up but yeah right like that's a lot of work to put in just to throw it away because that one thing didn't go right which could mean that she wouldn't do well in the business sector mm-hmm. because that you have to have more uh, faith in everything. Yeah, more yeah. faith, but also like more, uh, you know, you, you have to be able to roll with the punches a lot yeah, of the like time. More worth ethic in it. Uh, no, 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 I no, feel like no. I think I think she had great work work, work, I mean, like, work, work ethic, but but you have to be able, you have to have that toughness though. Yeah. Also, I think the. The thing you're getting at is also just the unexpectedness of being an entrepreneur. Right. Like There's so you, many things that are going to come up out of yeah. nowhere. And you're just going to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. And if you don't have the funds to deal with it or you don't have the staff or the patience or whatever, it can be overwhelming. And if you just kind of throw in the towel like she did mm-hmm. because things aren't going the way you want them to, it's like you, you are you really meant to be your own boss or yeah. are you meant to be your own business owner? Are you meant to be in business on your own? And the thing is, that's often what like you know what defines an entrepreneur and someone who is just a good manager or whatever a good employee yeah Uh, and i do think that we're putting more thought into this character than the creator did like like we're we're like putting more thought into her and uh, i i I think internality is where i'm trying to use like that Uh i don't know if i'm have the right term but you know what i mean we're we're thinking of her more as a person than i think he did uh, the creators did yeah yeah they didn't develop these characters that well and they but then i think they're there for they're like not there to be characters in this situation they're there to yeah be caricatures that that like of 
like people he's come across or right in mm-hmm. his life or whatever like like they're almost there to be ideas do you know what i mean like yeah. like i think of that the the most with the parents like mm-hmm. um connie Britton and steve zahn um ha- they they are just like they're not like people they're more like thoughts mm-hmm. it all rolled into one thing <laughs> do you know what i mean like and then just- like they're responding to the thought process of their their children and yeah. da, 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 you know what i mean like it's kind of like it's like the the writer took it as these are people i interacted with on a trip or something right and this is like what the, i imagine what was going down in their hotel room like a like a little like, com- like a little comedy bit or something like that like oh, these oh yeah almost yeah. like that like like think about the characters in um what do i know about them beyond what mm-hmm. they think about certain issues and things yeah. like uh, the most well-rounded that I can think of is Connie Britton. Yeah. Because they show her character just... Um, they I, I don't know. Maybe, like, they show... They kind of show roles. her... I don't know if that's her, though. I, it might be the actor, but... Because, um, like... Oh, maybe Steve Zahn as well, though. Because he's dealing with, like, multiple different issues, but they all kind of boil down to the same thing of mm-hmm. of um, him feeling that disconnect between him and his father and him and his son, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That generational trauma for... Uh, uh, maybe the whole thing is generational trauma, the show, that basically. Be because, I think so. Because even with the married couple, even with the Dario and the and the one guy, his, his relationship with his mother affecting his relationship with his, his wife, wife, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's all, like, generation... And- even uh, Jennifer, her name is Tanya on the show. I just looked it up. Tanya, she oh. she was saying, like, her mother abused her mentally. Oh, yeah. And yeah. she was like, that's why I act like this. I'm every, crazy every, because of her. Every single yeah. thing she said that her mother does, she Did also to. does. Like, mm-hmm. um, controlling people with money, yep. um, seeking male affection, yep. uh, uh, throwing people away at a, at a whim, you know, yeah. uh, being emotionally unavailable. Like, yeah. she literally just was listing traits about herself. Pretty much, yeah. When and she was talking about her mother. She was just pretty much saying, like, her mom, my mom did this and it i became a replica of her because she kept saying i came here for her to i came here for her and to to do this for her but i just couldn't i just i don't know she has such a hold on me and it's kind of like it's a good example of how like people become what they see versus what they don't want because it's often the case you become what you see if you don't have because, the strength to change it. But but and I, I don't think I feel like it's less about strength and more about like just not knowing. Because when yet. you come from that type of situation wherein that's all you've ever known, you don't, you know don't even else. know. You don't even know the that's first true. thing about how to act differently than that. You don't know that relationships come in different. Um, flavors i guess yeah, and um, yeah. and <laughs> different types different yeah. phases whatever yeah, but um you you don't even know and then when you see when you when you experience that like even if you go out into uh, the world and experience a healthy relationship you don't necessarily first one you don't necessarily know that that's a healthy relationship mm-hmm. because you've never experienced it before yeah. and two sometimes you disbelieve it because you're like well this can't be true, true right. because it's not it's, it's not, not anything I've I've experienced before, right? And and where wh- when is the other shoe going to drop? And exactly. when is this going to? It's less about strength and more about being able to understand what is healthy and <sighs> and how to be comfortable with that. I think yeah, that's a that's okay. Let me rephrase what I said. It's like once you because some people will learn 
or will know it's kind of like broadening your, your horizon and learning right. more things and becoming um more aware of other things that exist and then sometimes even once you know it's kind of like people will often refuse the change because yeah. her character knew she was bad and right. it took she rejected the one person who actually helped her in the beginning belinda to right you know do the to do the uh to do what she was more comfortable with instead of just going for it. Seeking validation from men. uh, For men. Exactly. And then at one point she was even seeking validation from Belinda. Like when she was at the table yelling, Belinda, Belinda, but Belinda was trying to help the crazy. See, but it (laughs) it was like, it was like the, the, the more Belinda was standoffish, the more she was comfortable in that relationship. And the, and the more Belinda gave, the less she was like, uh, no, no, Mm -hmm. no. And the more she pulled back. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's unfortunate. You see that in a lot of relationships, especially nowadays, more people are used to to taking than right. they are receiving yeah. things, and they're also more accustomed to to giving yeah. than they are receiving. And it makes a big difference, right? Yeah, like the, the, a lot of people are, are are even like uncomfortable receiving. Yeah, but and they're only comfortable in a situation in which they're they are the the caretaker and the mm-hmm. giver and the and the person that everyone is is it's is taking exhausting. from. Yeah. yeah, but like they don't know how not to exist in that space yeah. because the other the other way of being is uncomfortable to them. Right, and that's very true. Going back to what we were saying about generational trauma, Steve Zahn and his whole thing with his relationship with his father and his his relationship with his son. And how those correlated in his mind was was so uh, that was an interesting storyline to me, especially mm-hmm. considering like the weird the weird way that he took in his dad possibly being a uh, gay. Oh, like that was yeah. weird. Like that was a weird reaction to have. I uh, like I feel like it was one of those things where it was confusing as to under like it was free it was for me i was kind of confused as to what he was bothered by the most was it the fact that he passed away of something that he, he thought that yeah something that he didn't know about and he thought it was one thing so he kind of felt like he was lied to or was it just him having to like regrieve again um and then on top of that like the whole secret life of his dad because it's always shocking when you kind of look up to somebody or you idolize a person and then you find out something about them and it's like whoa that's true but then he was acting like his dad uh being gay somehow made him gay and then like oh, yeah. he was like oh that could mean that i'm into me and i'm like why would that mean that that makes no sense like, it's like, not genetic. It's <laughs> you not weirdo. like, like his whole his whole thing but also the whole thing with him and his wife like steve and his wife um i forget their uh, names on the show uh, connie Britton. Uh. connie yeah she like their whole thing was un um unaware people oblivious yeah, oblivious definitely. people they were just so oblivious like it's weird because like I've they were both in their own heads so yeah. so yes. far like both of them because uh, like a lot of times they, they'll be having like conversations and like one of them's talking about one thing and the other one's talking about a whole other thing and mm-hmm. they're almost not meeting up at all in the when they're having the same conversation. Yes, and it's because it's like they're like pretty much like they're in their own worlds and also kind of I feel like they were all they're both a little bit too vague most of the time when it came to what they were talking about. It was like like they weren't really being specific about what they were talking about. We as the outsiders knew because the like 
we were saw yeah. it and we knew what they were referring to but them as individuals they weren't you know that in sync and they couldn't see that much or didn't see beyond themselves yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like um Whenever I see them talk, it always reminds me of a Michael Scott from The Office. Whenever he's just, like in his own head, <laughs> and like if there's something like he thinks is uh, something, even no matter how like how, how insane it is, like yeah, the one time he thought he had like herpes or something like that. Oh my god! And then like he was like he had called everybody that he was with. He was like, I might have herpes. I might have because oh it's like. God. And then one time, like the this, this one, one this one lady that he was with, she had a baby, but he thought it was his baby. So oh so 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 he kept like. Like assuming it was, it's like so much stuff. Like so, it's like so it's much stuff. The entire series. Yeah, it's just, he's like, oh my god, just like this problem with me. But he like he's just like completely fine. Yeah. Oh my god. That's like that's what like Steve's on like Steve's on right. Steve's yeah. on. Yeah, yeah that's what, that's where he reminded me of when he was like, oh, I might have cancer or something like that. But yeah. That even the whole I might have cancer thing, it was kind of like, it kind of reminded me of how a lot of people can be, because honestly, with him being the age he is, and then you know him having a family and stuff like that and being in that part of life where it is a thing where you know older men get like um prostate cancer prostate cancer and things like that so i'm like i understood that but also i think about how often people can be um what's the word is that hypochondriac hypochondriacs yeah where they think they have something when they don't and then like we live in this era where everybody has access to too much information to the oh, point yeah. where they cripple <laughs> like themselves. you look up WebMD of your symptoms and it's always like you it could be a cold or you could have cancer exactly and you're like, oh my God, like okay. which one is it <laughs> yeah please be more specific <laughs> yeah but it's also a thing where like this is kind of gross and all kind of it's on topic but it's so gross to think about like they say like often with older men like they they claim i don't think this is true i hear it's like a social thing that like if they don't constantly have intercourse then they kind of feel in a way that their body kind of takes a hit in a way really? that's what yeah that's what i've heard from this i used to be friends with a girl who was all over the place but that's not the point <laughs> the point is like there could it could have been several other things his body just could have been changing because he's getting older maybe versus i have cancer which well, is, is that extreme. like a it's like, like a if you're not using it you'll lose it kind yeah, of thing kinda, yeah somewhere in that it does sound like an old man thing to say i mean it really does <laughs> it really well, she does. used to mess with older men so oh right. so you know so sorry guys but it fits into let's get into those those young girls those young adults the the daughter and her friend i remember paula was the friend yes i don't know anybody else's name though no Uh, what is this do i have literally i only remember the 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 names of the people who work there and then the brown people like and i'm like am i watching this like uh you know like how a white person normally watches a show where like they watch the entire thing and then you're like oh what about that black person and they're like there was a black person in this yeah like it's literally like that every time here it's fine i can pull up the cast names because once we you know see the names like once i see the names i'm like okay cool because tanya was jennifer coolidge um Sydney Sweet Sydney, Sydney Sweeney, Sweeney uh, was Olivia. Connie Brandon was the cool. <laughs> Dylan was the son. Yeah, those are, no Quinn was the son. Oh, 
Dylan was the best. Yeah, he's the tongue. Yes. What the fuck? That's the only person I knew other than the, the fact that like you just throwing names out and I feel like I've never heard that you name like, before in my life, even when I have heard that name before in my life, it's crazy. It's like, I watched the whole season just recently, like a week ago. It's crazy. It's terrible. It's funny because I just watched it like not even a week ago, like a couple not even a literally like yesterday. <laughs> like I remember okay, Tanya was Jennifer. So we were referring to Tanya earlier when we were talking about the the generational curses for sure. Yeah. And it's, although gener- we we're talking about how generational curses are just throughout the entire series, but oh, yeah. mainly with Jennifer, you saw it the most like after the fact, like she's grown, her parents are gone, and she's yeah. still dealing with that. And then with Belinda, more so just this um, not necessarily generational curses because we didn't see. Any of her I mean, you didn't history. see much about Belinda beyond just, what um, her interaction with Tanya. Yeah, we just we just see her as a. I see her kind of as like a naive character. I feel like they depicted her as someone who was just naive, and then you have this dysfunctional, unhealthy family who mm, it's for real. like a power play in a way. It's kind of like you have a mom that's not really the nurturer. You have a dad that's not a nurturer. They're both just kind of wealthy and just there yeah and like i do i do think that she cared is that she was just like off on her own planet most of the time but like in the times where she actually zeroes in and actually sees someone in her family like like when uh sydney sweeney was crying that one time yeah yeah and she just you know Look, she's like there when she's there in the moment, she's actually I think she's really good at interacting yeah. emotionally with her uh with her family. Like when um like I kinda actually like her reaction to Steve Zahn's uh freaking out about having cancer. Yeah. Because she she was just a calm presence. She was like, yes. Listen, don't think too much into it. Yeah. Don't get stressed out about it. Stay yes. calm. It could be nothing. Da 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 all of this. Yeah. And not in a way that kind of disregards that how how he was He's feeling. feeling yeah. But in a way that meant like you're not gonna get anywhere being worked up about this and and it can only um help you to be to to approach it in a calmer manner or whatever Mm -hmm. um and actually like the those interactions like to me because because to me it didn't read as her um not not uh meeting him where he stood emotionally mm-hmm. but more so um uh helping him through it uh, as a as a steady mm-hmm. presence or whatever yes. i agree with that like she was i feel like her relationship with uh his name was mark so mark and nicole is who we're referring to whoa so her name was nicole in it nicole, nicole. that's my you I would not have been able. Literally, if you gave me a list of names, that I wouldn't even have been the first one I would look at. Okay, sorry, Nicole. I feel like she was a good uh, support system for him as a wife, and I feel like as a mother, she wanted to be present, but she just she focused so much on her career, she didn't allow herself to be as present. And also, I feel like got to the point where her kids were pushing her away. So that's part. That's probably part of the reason why she delved so much into her career. But also, I feel like it was her job was like a part of her so much to where it took her from being as present as she could have been because when she was present she was a nurturer but generally speaking she was kind of just there on her computer it's because like she was approaching her family in the same way she approaches her job do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like uh, being um a type uh, you know hyper type a personality yeah. and 
planning and controlling every little thing because that's the way she succeeded best uh, in her work life and but when she was trying to apply that to her her home life it didn't work at all because it just read as her trying to uh, control the situation and, and and create a um, a happy picture that wasn't there or whatever. Right. Um, I agree. And then I think with the son, um, like his dynamic with her was a little bit better than it was with the daughter, um, Quinn. Quinn. Uh, even though he was disconnected as well at the beginning, yeah. like he was disconnected. He was uh, like each each person had their own thing that they were like off into mm-hmm. you know like like with uh, Steve Zahn it was his anxieties about um fatherhood and his health and whatnot and right. with Connie Britton it was like about her 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 work life balance that she was just all up in her head mm-hmm. about and with the daughter it was like the weird situation the with with her friend but also her kind of like contention with her parents that she yeah. was having and, and the dump and the weird way she was bullying her brother like they were bullying him they like, were really for yeah. no reason like and then like with the son like obviously he was off into his electronics until he, until so you he know until them. that happened which which is ridiculous as i said like who doesn't take one of those waterproof packs for your electronics <laughs> especially if you're like that into your electronics but that everyone shows how has those that's just wow. how out of touch he was. Yeah, he was. I was the, when I thought it was like foreshadowing. Whenever he went to the wet bar, you know, like he he was like <laughs> he was like going through the pool, holding his electronics above his head yeah. to get to the wet bar to get nachos. Yeah, and I was like, is this is this foreshadowing? Because like cause when like later on his his electronics get washed away. I was like, I was remembering back to that moment, like, like just being completely like, yeah, like stressed just, that he had his electronics <laughs> that close to that much water. Like Crazy. the whole thing, like the whole dynamic between Dylan, I think not Dylan, Quinn and Olivia was, Ooh. I feel like that, that's Sydney. Olivia? Olivia? Sydney. Oh my gosh. The okay. whole dynamic okay. between them, it was a whole, like, it was like I back in the day with sorry no you can't color purple (laughs) like that's like how they used to depict brothers and sisters back in the day and i feel like i think in the 90s right in the 90s yeah especially there's an older sister she would just be like bullying the younger kids all the time like they did that in even stevens and i feel like over time they got over that like over time it became like either the little sibling messing with the older one or either they had a decent relationship in general yeah or like it was like paternalistic in a way or yeah uh yeah I, I thought it was just so weird uh for them to just be like at him 24 7 yes. like just at him at him at him to the point where they had to go to like the the, the shore sleep on the beach yeah yeah beach i mean he didn't have to sleep on the he beach didn't by have the way to. he was stressing me out every time he brought that comforter to the sandy oh ass beach God. i was losing my mind no he wasn't watching her or nothing he was just nothing no he just, just dragging kept dragging it, it back and forth like a little kid with a blankie i swear to god i was so ooh. he could have literally asked housekeeping to give him a new blanket Literally. a new blanket every day okay but then he the, the washing machines for the hotel will be full of sand that's they, well i guess they, they could wash it that. in the one with the um well, I guess they would be full of sand, right? Cause this yeah, because it's Because they, they got to wash the towels from the beach, right? Yeah. But like, this is not a towel. It's a comforter, though. <laughs> That's, wow. And it's one of those bougie comforters. It probably had feathers in it. I know. That's and like insane. a crazy thread count. Like, don't take that to the beach. What is wrong with you? That shows the privilege. They don't think about this stuff. Oh, my God. 
This is insane. that's all I thought about the whole time. Like the amount of money he was he was wasting on this vacation, like. Oh, oh! I need a brand new phone, mom. Oh, do you? Like, yeah. you should have took care of your other one that you had. You know, uh, uh, I'm going to drag this sp- expensive-ass comforter back and forth to the beach. Not even just that. Crazy. Like, the fact that they could have also gotten another room for for all of them, really. In my all eyes, right. like, the suite had only one room, technically, and it had, like, a lo- like the living room and, That's like, a true. little kitchenette. And it's like... Y'all are wealthy as heck. Right. Get separate it, rooms or get like the, what are they, the double rooms or whatever? Yeah, the, the ones with the double door. I love those. Like I love the, those um, too. Like, we're poor as fuck and we got those. But I, I mean, like, <laughs> maybe um uh like a re- the resort is a different, uh, a resort is a different scenario. I have no idea. Yeah. Or maybe she didn't plan to bring the kids on their vacation in the first place. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I I, that could that. just be part of the storytelling. That could be. I no idea. What if she just won that vacation? Like, it was just something she, she was gifted work. at work or whatever. Possibly. Wow. I think even just, like, the whole thing seemed like that could have been it. Or it was just something, like, weird. Like, it was set up weird. Like, if you're planning this vacation, you would think that they would have it all panned out if it oh, was it's planned. True. And there are even their activities. They all they, they just kept having candlelit dinners. And they just stayed and, in there the whole time. And, yeah, and stayed in the hotel. There is no way. Never have we d- done a vacation <laughs> where we stayed in the hotel the entire time. That's never happened. No. Know, like the the hotel is just where you leave your crap so you can go and sightsee exactly. in a place you've never been before. And eat the same, like, hotel. Yeah, food. and eat the same, hotel food. Imagine eating that hotel buffet every, for eggs. every meal. Crazy. Mm, the, the, the fruit, the I mean, I bet, the I guess they're a fancy resort, so they probably have, mm. like, actually good food Super at the resort. Food. But, like, still. it's still, like, you're in Hawaii. Go try the Get local some, food. Yeah. Like, that makes no sense. Have a traditional And Hawaiian support breakfast. local, uh, uh, tourists. Uh, yeah, support or local, local um, economy. The local, uh, economy. The local <laughs> economy. Like, what is wrong with y'all? <laughs> but then again, like, they're at a resort, so obviously they don't care about supporting the local economy. But then the, the friend Paula was just like on them she could have gone on her own separately yeah to go and check out the local economy even even with that dude or whatever and i was th- i feel like paula probably didn't have any money i feel like she was just riding off of she the was coattails. just there yeah uh, just that, that, that would make sense i guess yeah. it's terrible i think also they uh i know like the dad and quinn they tried to do things around the hotel and stuff like uh waterboarding or something that required <laughs> Something that required them to have like a like skiing that required them to take a three day course or whatever. Right, but they didn't even plan to do that beforehand. They were just like, "Oh, th- they had this option. Yeah. We should do it," you oh, know. Yeah. And the son didn't even want to do it. Exactly. Wouldn't be like it seemed, seemed like the son really liked that boating stuff. Yeah. Like like if they did that as a father son activity. And that was the thing. They ended up he ended up staying there, which is insane. Like who just leaves their sixteen year old? It's not even that they left him there. He just like waited yeah, for them. I thought. If you know you he didn't want to go on the plane with you, how do all of y'all get on the plane and don't watch him get on the plane with you? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, and also when you're sitting, when you're sitting, sitting down in the plane, how are you not looking around, make sure he's in his seat? Exactly. Like there is no way. It reminds me of Home Alone. Yeah, it's full Home Alone, except that they had the excuse of having like eighty-seven children with them. <laughs> like, <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Quinn, <laughs> like pretty much there's a thing with paula and the dude like like 
It was weird. I found it weird that Paula had that was had a whole ongoing relationship with the dude, she like almost out. immediately upon them getting there. It felt like she. It just really felt like she knew him beforehand. Yeah. Or but like when they discussed it later, it, they were discussing it like, oh, they had just met, and I'm like, it made when? No sense. What time did you? How did you have time to meet? When? When this happened? Well. Uh, when did you uh, decide to uh, be in a uh, relationship with each other? Like, when was all this? When did when this, this happen? Like, yeah, the eyebrows. Oh, oh, um, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I have a sign language for everyone. Like, oh, this is mine for her. Okay, okay, okay. Because oh, her eyebrows are not just like, not only just like thick they're eyebrows, but they're, they're like straight across and then down. And they're yeah, far they're like, apart. Yeah. Like real angular. Not yes. to, I'm not trying to roast this lady's eyebrows. Oh, I'm just cool saying, eyebrows. I'm just like, yeah, eyebrows are cool. Yeah. It's just very, it's a distinctive just a, feature. Just dis- distinctive. Uh, I thought you were talking about um, Sydney, <laughs> Olivia, uh, Dario. Yeah, Dario. Oh, the Dario also has distinct eyebrows, uh, but uh, I think the feature that stands out the most with her are her eyes. Uh, though um, mm-hmm. they really like stand out. Like, yeah, especially with her dark hair. You know who else? Well, another thing that didn't make sense. Um, pertaining to like that family in particular um the way they were not validating the issues that paula had right oh yeah like this girl has all this different medication or whatever it's like okay her first no one believed her until she was like thrown off throwing up on the side of the the boat or whatever and it's like yeah connie britton was like kept on uh, making comments like oh really that that, that's her (laughs) new ailment okay yeah (laughs) and then on top of that like I feel like um, Olivia didn't really have anything going on in her life, so she was just using Paula's illnesses and issues kind of like as her own. Like, oh, Paula doesn't feel good. You know, she's just really, like, if if Paula hadn't been on the trip, she really wouldn't have had anything to complain about. Just, oh, like using her as a crutch, yes. an emotional crutch. Yes, that makes sense. But then she would just complain about her brother a lot, though, wouldn't she? Like she yeah. would just be like on him, like like every second. That's true. That was so good. But even then, <laughs> oh my god, it just reminded me of the scene where like they were like, "Oh, I wish I had drugs," and she's like, "Yeah, I wish I did too." And then they yeah. just pull out an they entire pharmacy, yeah. <laughs> and then like just like the drugs that they were using for to get high or to feel out of it were things that people like with actual problems need. So yeah, yeah. They were pre- prescription. Although uh, that's what it is these days, the, the yeah. uh, prescription additions and all that. And all the, you know, that's the new drug trade. I mean, or well, I was new. I say new, yeah. but what I mean is, you know, that's the, it's, new that's way the yeah. yeah. Everybody gets like, yeah. diagnosed with something, even if it's not legit. Your doctor's your dealer not. is what yeah. I'm saying. It's insane. Hashtag America. That's true. Uh, oh my God! Yeah, none of that was in uh, the Italy one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Great. And just, yeah, and there's like no one doing drugs in the Italy one. It's like well, except for the the, the, the hookers. Yeah, she did get oh, drugs. Oh, the hookers. Though. Yeah. The hookers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about the dude literally falling out because he was on drugs <laughs> that one time. I thought, he, I thought he was just gone for it. I thought it was just a life checker. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, I was I was gonna talk about the uh, the masculinity thing that they oh, that they use all because like with the what's his name? Uh, Steve Zahn. Steve. No, no. Um, uh, Armand. Uh, the Armand. No, dude that was harassing Armand. Oh, the, oh, 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 oh the Dario's husband. Yeah, the Dario's husband. The Dario's husband. But, yeah. but their whole scenario was whole just so thing. hilarious to me. I'm sorry, guys. 
because yeah, I was saying like they like use like masculinity for like each character almost like the, oh the, oh Steve, right Steve yeah his name was Shane, Shane. his oh, name was Shane, Shane. oh my god yes, of all names my mom had a dog oh named my Shane. god yeah. <laughs> well, how you name a dog Shane my mom had a dog <laughs> first of all no anytime I think of a dog name I think you're hollering that across a yard Shane Shane yeah Shane yeah that's it <laughs> yeah. when I was a kid I I had a um a little uh uh. A Scottish Terrier was he Scottish Terrier um named Carson and then like so I would go outside and call for him Carson <laughs> <laughs> every time <laughs> it's okay I had a dog named Box so just imagine Box. being in the yard being like Box come here Box Box <laughs> <laughs> He'll be like, what the hell? It's like that movie. What's that movie? He got game or something? Jesus! Yeah, Jesus! Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he had a nickname. He had a nickname. His nickname was Ricky. And he responded to Ricky. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Boxy. <gasps> nice. Nice. That in Boxford. But yeah. Boxford. Oh my God. <laughs> like Boxford. The Boxford Diaries. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we just went all so off topic. <laughs> Shane, sorry, go. <laughs> no, cause I was really about to go like, cause like, um, we were someone you was talking about something like, what, what would you name your dog? Like, is it weird to get name your dog like a, a human name, whatever? Yeah. Is like, is like, do you think that's weird? Like, name your dog a human name? I mean, we named Gigi uh, that, and I mean, I, I guess cause it's a nickname, it's not necessarily like Gina or, you know. Oh, oh, you mean like like uh, um, naming your dog Armando? Armando. <laughs> <laughs> I think they tend to like not want that many um, syllables in a in a uh, pet's name, but I'm not sure. That's yeah. a cool name though. But yeah, uh, what do you say, Steve? No, Shane. Shane. No. Oh my god. <laughs> Steve. No, Shane. Yeah, he was like, I forget. I guess he like felt like uh, his ma- masculinity was tried uh, whenever mm-hmm. our mom was like, oh yeah, da 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 da. Like he was like standoffish, in the same way and like um yeah, like, it was like used all like all around. Like whenever the dude was like. Oh, robbed. you mean like different forms of toxic mas- masculinity yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, portrayed with the different characters? Yeah, yeah. like uh, like uh, Steve's. I would say Bob's on. Steve's on. I can't know. I, can, I don't know anybody's name. Today's not the day for names for us. For real, like his name is Mark. Mark. Yes, Mark. Oh yeah, Mark. Whenever the uh, dude got, whenever they got robbed, he was like, oh, he like tackled him and was like, he used that as like his own like. Oh yeah, trick. right. Oh, yeah. Because like his wife was off of him, mm-hmm. and then his his whole scenario was like, I was just want to be respected by someone in my family, and I'm like, uh, I, that, his, he didn't have a southern accent. By the way, that just sound that just came family. out sounding like that. I want to be respected, but like um he, <laughs> and then he ends up like tackling the uh the the intruder or whatever yeah. Kai. Uh, and then suddenly, uh, oh yeah, and also whenever he was trying to get with her previously, he was doing the the muscle man thing or whatever right. monkey thing. I don't yeah. know what he was doing. Like the gorilla, or the yeah, ape or yeah, something. yeah, the little ape thing. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, "Get the fuck away from me!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was say at the time I said that the look on her face looked like she was uh, con- she she didn't think she would had ever been attracted to him whatsoever. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Or is like, or was like questioning why she ever thought she was attracted to him ever. Shane also uh, felt like he was getting tried whenever his wife, Connie Britton. Connie, Connie? Not, no, 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 no. no oh, sorry, wife. Nicole. Shane, um, I'm sorry. No, Nicole is uh, Mark's wife. Oh uh, shoot, Shane's wife. Shane's wife. Daddario. Rachel. Rachel. Daddario's name was Rachel. Okay, yeah. okay. 
Rachel and Shane, their whole thing was, you could tell they were newly, like a new couple in general, on top of them being newlyweds. They were not acclimated with one another. Oh my another. God, yeah. Like, it was so, it was he, painful He acted to like watch. he didn't know who the hell she was, right? Exactly. Because, like, he his reactions to her were like, he's reacting to someone he thinks she is, not who she, she actually, actually is. is. And she's like, no, this is me, this is me. And he's like, nah, you're, nah, you're this, you're good, yeah. you're blah, blah, blah. And, and then, at the end, it seemed like she conceded to being the person that he was, he was, uh, you know, molding for her to be or whatever, molding her into. That's what his mom was pretty much telling her. Like, you don't have to, like, she was like, like, she they was like, both? just accept this. She yeah. was like, I married somebody who was wealthy, his dad. And That's some step for shit, though. I, yeah, pretty much, like, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> she was saying, yeah. like, you know, I built my own life based off of what he could give me, and I was okay with that, and you should be too, because you don't come from money. I didn't understand from a character perspective why she chose to make that decision when she did. Right. Like, After I don't the fact. Like, yeah, you do this it, before you get married. Yeah. No, no. I mean, why she chose to become his stepford wife at the end. Like, oh, she had yeah. that one conversation with Belinda, mm-hmm. who was everybody's magical Negro, Mm-hmm. And Belinda was like, I'm I'm tired of this shit. And she rolls off. Yeah. Or whatever. And then Daddario's like, okay, I guess I'm a Stepford wife, you know? And I'm like, what? And it's like, why? why? And even then, I'm like, the way she described how they met, it's like, why would you make the decision to, why would you try to make the, a decision like this after the fact? After you've gone through it, everything, if anything, why don't you sit in the moment before yeah. y'all say, I do? Because she like, described it as like a whirlwind. And of course, I had to say yes. And da da da. Like, you didn't have to. And she was like, I was caught up in the wedding. And this, and it's like, you just, so you're actually okay with being that to begin with. The only reason why you have conflict is because you don't want anybody saying somebody gave it to you. Right. That's the only thing. Like, if it was passed down from your parents, It'd be a totally different scenario. And that's what he was saying to her. Like, if it were, if she was on the other foot, it'd be fine. But I do feel like he was disrespectful in certain ways because the things he would say oh, to her. Oh, man. Like, when he said, like, oh, your mother wouldn't come to, it. could never afford to come on the trip with us. I'm I like, know. dang. He was all slicking them That out. is, the stuff he says just off the cuff to her know, is wild. It's wild. I slicking. just can't. It, it, it leads up, it, it puts me in the mindset of, like, emotional abuse or, like, right. domestic violence in the future yeah. for them, which we'll never know. I don't know, know. I don't know but it was- maybe because he because he was short-tempered like he was he was a fuse like low-key um what's his name armand would trigger him so easily (laughs) he followed that man around the entire show when he found out about armand and he was just so happy about it i laughed so hard he was like he he just looked like like it was christmas like Like, he's a little kid bro like (laughs) his whole thing with armand was like the biggest so petty. It's the it most petty, so of petty. All, uh, of all back and forth. However, I will say, and I'll, I'll continue to say, the devil's advocate, mm-hmm. he is correct to say, yeah. you are overcharging me for the room that I am in. That's very valid. He is correct to say, don't charge me more than what I am getting. Right. Like, full stop, refund him the amount that is the difference between the two rooms. Yeah. Or if not the full amount, because you've effed up. Yeah. And that's... Like, that's true. Like, this, like, really, Shane and Rachel's characters didn't bring too much to the table other than they were fueling everybody else's drama. Right. Oh, like, yeah. Like, yeah. That's true. Other than that, they really didn't have much room to stand on. Like, we really, we saw their personalities, but really we didn't see much of them 
kind of just on their own for the most part like because they were them. on they they were on honeymoon with each other but they never spent time together like yeah. she was over here he was over there and like never and never the twin uh, should meet until like they were eating yeah like breakfast every or, or whenever the million dinners they had yeah. in six days like, oh my god ridiculous do we have to see every meal everyone had the entire time good god yeah. same like fruit damn <laughs> That like stale ass old oh my God. <laughs> dry Gosh. ass bread with nothing on it. I swear to you. Yeah, those waffles. They didn't eat anything on the waffles. Who who deduce what what thick waffles? Thick what waffles. what insanity no is eating a waffle with no butter, no syrup, no nothing? Just like just like eating full on that. elevening that crap. Like also eleven was she not eating frozen ones? Never mind. I I mean, okay. Like they were frozen. <laughs> I don't it, think she knew any better either way. So like, that sounds gross. Yeah, that that does not sound tasty. It tastes like ice, uh, freezer ice. You know the, yeah, <laughs> you know the ice oh, burn? Yeah, it's like whenever something has um, freezer burn. Yeah, yeah freezer burn. burn. That's it. Ugh. Even like, like. When you think about it, like that's a disgusting treat for 11 to love. Like what is Eleven's <laughs> taste buds so like? I think like later on she like started toasting them when she like. And she's put syrup and stuff she's on like, them. You gotta toast them. Yeah, Hopper started what fair. to do. But she's like, oh, these can get these can get better. Oh my god! <laughs> and they have blueberry and chocolate. <laughs> oh, I love the blueberry ones. Those are them. good. I, I like the chocolate to chip too, but that's so. Oh, random. really? I haven't tried those though. Yeah, the chocolate chips ones are no. pretty good. Oh man, yeah. I, I gotta try it too. Alright, never mind. Sorry, going back to <laughs> we're sponsored by Ego Waffles. I mean, hey, throw one our way. Ego Maleo. Wait, <laughs> you know what they say? Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> but going into speaking on. Like the like Shane and um, Rachel like Kitty was played by Molly Shannon. Oh my god! And, and she plays the same role often, and she always slays. Show! Like. Oh my god! Okay, Molly Shannon. Whenever she showed up, I was like, "This is gonna be a good time." And then like she was playing such a precise character. Like she like I she hated like her. yeah because you know you've met this lady, you've met yes. a person exactly like this. Yes. And she's like, she's doing it ex- so exactly, so I, on point that it, it is hilarious. I like, loved it the entire time she was on. It makes you think if this was my mother-in-law, we would have, oh we'd my be goodness. throwing we, hands. We would, it would not be, uh, uh, no, no, sorry. Like that would be the main thing that would make me want to divorce him. <laughs> exactly. Not like, because even, even with him being the little douche that he is, mm-hmm. um, he was somewhat just uh, like he was hilarious to to just uh, watch or whatever yeah. Yeah, yeah. but like as far as in life I, well, obviously i wouldn't uh obviously like yeah, never, he's the worst like he's the worst. Yeah. like i wouldn't be in the situation where i would marry to somebody that much of a dude who's that much of a douche but like the if even if it was like the greatest person in history and that was their mom mm-hmm. i would have to step back and be like mm-hmm. do, do i, I want to be in this, this situation person. you know that's valid because sometimes it's like it's the energy that they bring to the table. It's like the issue was he wasn't willing to step away from his mom because like if he just yeah, yeah. stopped calling her for right because even thing, when she wasn't there, they were talking about his mom the whole time, whole time, whole time. and and yeah, and exactly. he was calling her the whole time. And it's like if you can't put that boundary between your mother and us, then we can't be together. Because then that lets me know you're gonna let other people run over me, or you're gonna let her do whatever until one of the three of us is gone from this equation so it's the best thing to do is either alleviate like take myself from the equation right now or you put up the the boundary and make your mom stay in her place because at this point she's not your she's not just your mother right she's your wife at this point right because who who shows up on someone's honeymoon 
just and and not even didn't tell them just, <laughs> just surprised showed them showed up and the fact that he was happy about it yeah uh, he, he was immediately like oh my mom's here and I'm, i was like you're you're on your honeymoon you know it like your honeymoon is okay and they showed like you could tell that they hadn't even been intimate together or anything like that like they he, because he was so over he was so gung-ho about this freaking room and being right he 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 didn't even show her the attention that a new like a like a newly wedded woman would want to have from her significant other. Oh my god, yeah, he's another person who was off in his own head. Yeah, d- doing a whole other thing and not connecting with the uh, what was actually happening around him. Yeah, or to the people around him. Yeah, because she even told him like, I, I feel like you only want me because of my looks, and she was like, I want to be my own person i want to be and it's like girl you could have still done all of that but even then you should have put that set that boundary before like you got caught up in that wedding and got caught up in his world and you were okay with it as long as somebody else was funding it so i also think that she uh may have gotten a blow from connie Britton not thinking that her uh her article was any good like she was over here thinking like oh i'm really having a career and doing this and doing that blah blah and then connie Britton was like no your article was trash, yeah. and this is why. That, 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 this, 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 that, whatever. Yeah. Um, and hearing that from a person that she looked up to as far as a woman in business yeah. probably was a was a, a, a really uh, a strong humbling. blow to her ego. Yeah. I feel like even though, like, like Nicole's character, like, Connie's character, Nicole should have been, I feel like a lot of it was, you know, sometimes women in power, they tend to take even compliments the wrong way and although i understood why she didn't like rachel's article i feel like she was complimenting her and instead of guiding her as someone who wants someone like to be like an influence to someone she was just kind of like i don't like it because you made me look like this and it's like no here let me tell you how to properly write about me because then they could have had something right there it's like she don't want to see someone else win at the same time or she was like treating her like a like a peer and, and saying no this was bull yeah and here's why or whatever like not treating her with kid gloves anymore yeah but then like the way that the the, 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 the way that the dario responded and saying well i i didn't do much because it was a puff piece and i also just took from another article yeah. and 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 you know added some talk points or whatever like she that's poor, that's poor work, that's yeah. poor work you know ethic and and that like Connie Britton might be right yeah. in saying, no, you're not any good at this. I was okay with her saying it, but it's like Connie had this, or Nicole had this air to her. Like she kind of didn't want people to praise her, although she wanted praise, if that makes sense. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I, I, I got that from her uh conversation because like not from that just in because general like, the way she acted because their their conversation went well and she was she was pumping her up as another lady in in business and kind of like uh being kind of a mentor figure until she found out she did that article and then she did a whole switch up uh and that's when she because yeah. like 
I don't know. You, you might be right, though, because like, she might have been thinking of her as, like, a, someone coming up and not having uh, the opportunity and maybe, like, uh, being being greater than her yeah. and, and lifting her up in that way or whatever uh, versus someone who is a peer to her. Yeah. Uh, and which might be see, true. I took it that way because it's, like, if you – it's, like, even if you want to be a mentor to people – Right. It's like if they do poorly, it's your job to kind of encourage them to do better. She yeah. shot her after, you know, she pretty much shot her down after she realized what she did. And although Rachel was wrong, like that's not how you that's not how you work. If you're going right. to be a journalist, you need to make sure you do your research, do your facts. And put on out every a single piece. article, no matter how you think about that article. Oh, exactly. she's, oh, it's a puff piece. Like, yeah. well, then write that like like nobody has ever written a puff Ex- piece. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like. Instead of uh, Nicole being like, Rachel, that's not how you work. This is how we do it if you want to get to where I am. She was just kind of like, I don't want to work with that. You did this, 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 and this wrong. And it's like, Rachel should know better. But also we see that Rachel was quite naive and kind of oblivious and kind of attention-seeking. She just kind of wanted love and attention yeah, without saying it. might um, explain why she was with. Dude, Shane. Oh my God. Shane. The struggle is so real right now. The name game is not for us. <laughs> okay, so Shane. So, so, okay, so. Yeah. Oh my God. I swear, I'm usually better with names than TV shows, but like no. in this particular show, it's hard to. I had no idea what anyone's name was unless they worked at the hotel. Or, as I said, it was a brown person. No, but the reason that I knew uh, Kai, first of all, the reason I knew Kai's name is that anytime there's a, a, a Hawaiian character in anything, yeah. because it's a unisex name, even if they're a girl or a boy, their name is Kai. Their their name is like always Kai. Like it's the most common sh- name yeah, that in in media for a Hawaiian yeah. character. Good God. Yeah, low key. Like, yeah, Kai. Oh, oh, I'm Kai. <sighs> oh, really? <laughs> That's your name, <laughs> Kai. Cool. Um, but then also Paula. I knew her name because the whole family kept saying her yeah, name yeah. constantly. Paula, 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 Paula. Oh, Paula needs this. Oh, Paula can't eat that. Oh, Paula this, that, Paula, that, that, that. All in line, you know. You know, one thing, because I think we pretty much named out, like, the major cast for the most part, like, other than the employees. I will say I like that there weren't that many because you had Mark and his, and Nicole and their family. And then you had, then you had the couple and then you had Tanya. Yeah. So that was pretty much it for the main cast. In the first season, I like all the different dynamics they have. They're like, you're a solo um, traveler who's Mm -hmm. there not exactly for vacation. That's uh, Tanya. You have your family unit Mm -hmm. um, with with, uh, Steve Zahn and them. And then you have uh, the newlywed uh, uh, on their honeymoon. You know, like there were so many different a whole different selection of travelers there that I really uh, liked because it didn't it didn't tend to get boring because you were over in this one dynamic and then you yeah. could hop over to this other one and, right. and and so on and so forth and see how those all interact with one another also. That's true. And it seems like every, I feel like they did, the, the one thing that they really did a good job with in this sh- first season was making sure that everybody there kind of got weeded out if they didn't have a further storyline like for instance or like they kind of had oh like Lonnie yeah, like, in- yeah exactly like now going into like the employees you had right. the first people we see are Armand and Lonnie Armand and Lonnie and it's like 
okay, so what's going to happen? Because first thing we see is him telling her, cover up your shirt because there's a stain on it. We don't know what the stain is. <laughs> the, the continuous uh, running gag of her like lifting the tray <laughs> to hide the stain yeah. was hilarious. Just, just, a, little so sorry. That was just hilarious. a little bit more. That's it. That's it right there. Like that's like, like what? And then like later when she's holding the tray like right here. <laughs> <laughs> she's just holding it up like in the air all awkwardly. That's hilarious. And she can't even really pass them towels well because he's so focused on her trying to cover up the stain. And then, you know, the fact that throughout the day this woman is going into contract like she's having contractions and she ends up going into labor and nobody was aware of the fact that she was pregnant like he's like you know after the fact everybody's like our mom was like i just thought she was overweight and it's like dude no this woman is sweating she's huffing and puffing literally her water broke on the lobby (laughs) floor disgusting bro and then like they did introduce all the characters that we were going to see within the first couple scenes, which I liked. There was no surprises when it came to that, really. But even then, like, we saw he tells Dylan, the bellhop, clean that up. And it's like, dude, this just came out of her. Pay attention. She didn't spill anything. How? Like, come on. Gross. Like, it, it, and I feel like they should have done better with her character because we heard about her up until, like, the fourth episode. But we didn't see her again. So... Yeah, that which sucks. Like I kept expecting her to come back, but then again, like it's literally only a number. It's like only a number of days. It's like seven days, it's like in like, a week, yeah. right? Yeah. And obviously, if she just gave birth, she wouldn't be back at work that fast. Even if she was trying to keep her job like that. No. Uh, although I do like that. Like later on, you show Armand being like, "Okay, send flowers to the hospital yeah. and say this and that." And that you, know, you know, like really, they didn't just yeah. drop it. Like it was just it was mentioned later as well. Yeah, they're um, like, "What's the?" They, they, I remember they said like, "What's the baby's name?" I don't think I can't remember if they told the baby's name or not, but they were like, "What's the baby's name?" Like I don't know, but I think that the purpose of that was kind of to show where Ar- like Armand's head was. It was all over the place. He was not that stable. He oh was not gosh. a reliable narrator. Wow! Narrator like at just all. yeah, watching him just like the de- de- disintegrate like so the quickly. entire time was was interesting and then the actor like he's doing he he, he, did, he did an amazing performance by the way like i <laughs> i felt um i felt a lot of sympathy for him mm-hmm. uh i was really like rooting for him as a I character you know and like and i don't know if it is because that i'm in the service industry where i'm just like you go armand you know like <laughs> like that or whatever i mean obviously i think he should have like refunded that guy but, but come on <laughs> come on armand That's just... um especially as a mistake they made and he he admitted aloud that it was he a mistake did. they made but other than that like that guy really is a douche he really is annoying like yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't want to deal with him as a as a, a customer service uh representative like it, it would be a lot you know yeah <laughs> uh, which it often is but yeah, that's what I think he, about that. I feel like oh, I feel like his character, like at the end, we saw his true colors, like how quickly he spiraled, and then the drug use, and then the struggle oh, with the sobriety. Ugh. Like it was, if you been, he was good for five years, and all of a sudden it took that stressful week. Which I understand Shane was messing with him, like like nobody's business like he was on him like white on rice oh my god every um, time he walked out of his office she, <laughs> like, dang, he even chill. you know was blackmailing him at one point but although like i'm just saying if you just gave him a little a little bit of a refund at the beginning and didn't just like yeah it's like the same thing with the bag with the girls like yeah 
Even if he wanted the drugs, just take the drugs out of the bag and give them the bag. That way they don't come back back and back and back asking you about this. And you keep having to lie to them. Yes. You know, um, and it's not like they would have been able to be like, well... I need some items that were in the the, the you know it's not yeah. like they would have been able to to like name all the drugs all. that yeah. were in there you know like especially like and he knew that because he was like oh uh, give me an inventory of what of what, what, what was, was missing yeah you know that and they're just like never mind you know <laughs> yeah. like like just give them the purse exactly. you don't have to keep dragging us out I don't exactly give them especially the since dude is gonna say hey I gave the I handed the purse in to him exactly and that that even that whole thing. Where it's like he was pretty much creating his own issues. Right. Like if you had just done the right thing, you wouldn't have had the problems and you wouldn't have had the like the you wouldn't have met your fate the way you did. Like he like he literally was getting told he's about to get fired because he would not do the right thing, which was refund the customer and then move them into the right room once it became available. It took him being blackmailed right. by this crazy guest and then him getting caught doing the wrong thing. Yeah. When you already were caught to begin with, just yeah. correct your mistake. Right. And the mistake was a decision he made before he started using the drugs. Exactly. So like the, it wasn't even, you can't even blame it on like being out of his mind. Uh, yeah. Uh, high or whatever. Yeah. And the thing is he even admitted it to the new girl and that's the major red <laughs> flag. Like you're telling the new person you made a mistake, dude, come on. You're setting the standard for her career here moving forward and then like he barely remembered her name though so yeah. like so i mean <laughs> like whenever belinda came up and she was like yeah uh lonnie's still in the hospital yeah. who you know like, wow he was like oh. and then then once he realized what he was uh who she was talking about he was like oh then he became sympathetic and it's like the fact that it always took something like everything was an afterthought like he was inherently selfish and everybody else was an afterthought in his world, which is a poor, like, in hotel management, number one, you know, like, the guest is always your main focus concern. point and your main concern, yeah. And, like, he, he's not, a, he didn't represent that hotel very well at that Man, resort. He did well with uh, the family, right? Because, like, when, they, the, when there was a, an attack in their room, he was like, listen, your entire stay is comped. Yeah. Uh, can I get you anything? Can I be of any help to y'all? Like, he was, like, uh, go, going above and beyond for them. But not the uh, other yeah. folks, which makes and I feel like I mean, it has just because do he with, doesn't like that guy, like yeah. who you you're not gonna like every person that walks into the hotel. But whether you do your job well or not is all you, not exactly. them. Like has nothing to do with them. And then um, at the end, like HBO. Okay, I got <laughs> HBO. Yo, y'all always showing people naked. Number one, especially. We'll get to that in a second. Euphoria and the whole, like, bro. Oh, yeah. They're all, like, HBO they're then. supposed to be teenagers, and then you have these grown women depicting these young girls, and they're always naked. It makes me question what's going on. That's number one. Number two, you're always depicting people. Like, you're always showing sex things. I get it. It's a part of life. Cool. I, I don't care who it's between. Sometimes we see them too often, or it catches us off guard. Um uh, oh, like when Steve Zahn's balls, balls, well, balls are, like, are just in the out. middle of the screen. Hairy right? as hell. I wasn't... It, disturbing like remind me of an animal anytime they show balls they're always like okay this sounds weird but like they're always flaccid okay so like uh, like if you're if they're the diff (laughs) what i mean is so the difference between uh the male gaze and the female gaze whatever, whatever is men are constantly shown images that they find uh so um 
sensual or yeah. I don't even know the word, sexually provocative yeah. uh, to them. But women, on the other hand, are just constantly shown like comical or disturbing or yeah imagery of the male form yeah. Do you know what i mean like the, there's no that that gaze isn't there for the male form in the way that it is for the female form that's true like and so often hbo will show balls or junk the like male junk right but like balls. Uh, <laughs> balls. penises <laughs> the private parts. Like, yeah. Um, but they'll show it in a comedic way, as with um, him showing his balls. Yeah. Or, or like a. Uh, that was so gross. I'm sorry. You caught uh, me off guard. No offense. That was so gross. Uh, and hopefully that weren't. That was. Hopefully that was not him. Um, <laughs> it probably oh was. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Poor Steve's on. Poor I, Steve's on. Oh my god! <laughs> when you said the the um the dad from the diary of Wimpy Kids balls, I was like, no. Yes, bro. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. You see, <laughs> see, you yes. see how you destroy see? like exactly, the, bro. God, exactly. Like, you're destroying my. Uh, you're destroying the way I view family, uh, family actors, and on top of that, I get they can choose if they want to do the role or not. It's just kind yeah. of like, was it necessary to show us? his private areas it's like no they're just like trying to meet a because they just he just looks old they didn't oh my god we're having a moment see hbo like (laughs) like bro it's just terrible you're ruining family shows or we get white lotus was not a family show a scrotum quota otherwise known as a scrota (laughs) (laughs) ew it's terrible. That's and it's kind of like I don't know. My brain is kind. Of, I keep seeing it in my head. Uh, I was right? not expecting I keep to it. see it. Yeah, really. it's, like, it's, it's, like, it's just like on the screen. It's like seared onto my brain, and I'm just like, yeah. I don't. I didn't. I didn't sign up for that. I didn't. I'm sorry. Mm. And then like it's just like it's too so much. upsetting. And the cameras are like saturated and whatnot. Yeah. And like they're all hairy. Right. Right. Yeah. You yeah. see like all the pores. And I'm just Everything. like, what is it's this? Like, does he need to clean? Does he need to shave? Like this is disturbing. He just got this hot ass boat in the middle of the summer. I'm assuming. You think he has sweaty balls? It's sweaty, stinky balls just out there. With the robe wide open, like, dude, how'd you get naked so quick? Y'all just got in the room. What's that SNL sketch? The chocolate sweaty balls? Is that is that is that right? No, no, no. That might be that might be a chef. Is that Chef, the song? Uh, chocolate no. Salty Balls? No, okay. Right, okay, never mind. I don't know. There's, there's two different balls things, and one is SNL and one is South Park. Like Chef's song about balls and then the uh, the the, uh, the sketch the sketch with uh, Alec Baldwin in them. Oh, my God. And I can't, I, I can't, I keep mixing the two up. Okay, never It's mind. disturbing, though. Regardless, it's disturbing. Yeah. Like, we don't, we didn't have to see that for us to know his uh, issue. That's true, though, yeah. Like right, he, he uh, just looked like an old man down there. Yo, HBO trying to meet that scrota. Yeah, because most of the time <laughs> it's right. like real un- uh, unnecessary. Because like you tell, like sometimes when people are trying to be trying too hard to be like raunchy or whatever. Yeah, right. Because like sometimes it's like yeah, you could be like raunchy, but like sometimes you, it's like that's sometimes unnecessary. He's like, oh, it's funny because it's balls, you know. And you know another. Yeah, thing. and you don't need that for it to be a quote unquote adult uh, show. Right. To me, that just. That's like a child's idea of what an adult show is. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, 
like every time like, like, like a thing the word adult doesn't mean you know porn exactly it doesn't yeah. mean that it's come to mean that yeah but it could just mean not ridiculous or right. or or you know uh, mature and like you know yeah. the topics and themes and ideas are complex and right. and uh, mentally stimulating you know what i mean you know and that's a really good point i think hbo needs to do better because even like euphoria is an example of a show where there's, I'm seeing too many private parts in general, and it, we, we don't need it to for the show to not be what it is. Like, we oh get right, it. right, we yes. get it. Like, based off the things that they're saying, and like, they don't have to constantly say things like "dick." Like, like most people when they talk to one another, I'm sorry that was I threw that out there, but it's kind of like when most people talk to one another, they're not saying that flat out when they're referring to something. And it's like, we don't have to hear no, that like junk or see time. that in order for it to be adult content. Because mm-hmm. at this, like most likely the only people watching it are adults. And the thing is with euphoria in this way, it's like it's catered to young teens and it's about teenagers, quote unquote teenagers that are going throughout high school. But these are grown women just out here, butt naked playing high school again. Right. And it's like, that's not okay. And it makes me think, well, this is what young girls are now watching because it's, in a way it's geared to them. Right. And y'all are saying and doing all of this. And, and they're like, oh, that, is that what I should be doing? And if I'm I, not exactly. doing that, does that mean I'm weird? Exactly. Like, uh. And this is adult content. And you're putting that in the minds of children, making them think that that's okay to be that way. And it's not. That shit's gruesome and it's unnecessarily, like, disgusting. Also, yeah. it makes... Um, life seem really just dreary and dire do you know i don't know i know that there are plenty of things i watch that that like are sad or whatever but euphoria uh makes me kind of depressed about existence like if this is all that there is if this is all that we can expect from ourselves and others then that's just incredibly Slow. D- depressing. Like yeah. I mean, it really is. And uh, and then and like and then how uh, it's particularly with the se- the second season with uh, Rue's whole addiction and all that. Yeah. Um, how hopeless uh, it seems. And yeah. and like 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 that one scene of of her mom like breaking down crying on the phone uh, stuck struck me the most. You know because it was like there's nothing she can do she's helpless in this yeah. in this and 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 no matter what she gives it, it it's not going to be enough unless rue decides to she help herself change. like yeah. she's the only one who can who can rue is the only one who can change the situation for the better yeah and the question is whether she would ever be able to do that and her mom just has to deal with has it, to and she has, no, yeah, and that, there's nothing she can possibly do right. to stop, this, you know, this insane behavior, which is, yeah, which is so, like, there's not enough. She can't give enough love. She can't, give uh, she can't give enough uh, structure, or she can't shout enough, you know, yeah. to make to change uh, what it is, unless Rue decides to change. Like, exactly. like that is so, it's so helpless and hopeless, and and really. St- it's really so sad to me it really is and it's kind of like it's scary because they they're showing that to the young minds and it's like with us being adults and us being like being able to really to oh grasp yeah this it. is bullshit this is not yeah and this makes me like yo if young girls are seeing this and they're thinking you know they want to be like zendaya and 
not necessarily do the things she's doing as far as the drugs go but i know y'all see like the tiktoks and the videos on youtube and like on social media in general where people are like reacting those scenes and i'm like i've been i've been unfortunate enough to be around people who've done like drugs and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, not my mother or anything like that no one that close but people that are close enough for me to see how they've drastically changed mentally and see them have breakdowns like that because either they're going through withdrawals or they're trying to get it together but they don't they can't stomach the the pain of withdrawing and the feeling that comes after having you know after not having whatever it is that they that they need for their fix or whatnot and it's like the fact that young children will reenact stuff like that especially if they've never gone through it because most people are really like not necessarily um sheltered but Mm. most people don't experience a lot of the stuff that we see broadcast it's it's kind of like an exception low-key and it's kind of like for young people to think that this this is now the 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 it thing i'm like i want to be like that so raven (laughs) and you know lizzie mcguire and stuff so like it's unfortunate that that's something that hbo will encourage because i kind of want myself i want something in the middle of those two things like something closer to the reality of the situation you know i found uh like a lot of the things on the show uh friday night lights Mm -hmm. can be like really sensational or whatever and like like beyond the point of of reality Mm -hmm. but sometimes like they find this middle ground where it's just like these are just teens talking to each other you know like these are this is just a you know a situation that could just happen like you go down to your local dairy queen and these these you know they're talking that you know like that sometimes that show in particular reaches a point at which they have that it's grounded in us in a kind of uh, reality that that it, that feels really familiar and like home or whatever, and especially since that's the one that only shows I've seen set in Texas that feels like Texas, Texas like that yeah. feels like Texas. A lot of people get Texas wrong, so that's yeah. Big. That show, like the feeling is, you know, I'm like, yeah. oh, you, that's it. Yeah, how did you know? <laughs> uh, I see what you mean with the uh, dang. Hold up, the nudity. Yeah, like um. Like the influence and like the little like teenagers yeah. doing different things. So like on TikTok, there are like a lot of trends where people are like, "Oh yeah, I want to, I want to be like this. I want to be like that." Like, like there's a trend there. Oh, there's a trend where uh, people were uh, like putting scratches on their face and like having yes. uh, putting makeup on to like do mug shot mug shots. Yeah. Or like I whatever. Yeah. Don't I don't know. Yeah, and then like doing all sorts of things like being like oh my god this i love this uh relationship when it's like a toxic toxic relationship toxic, on tv yes He's like, oh, oh, like harley quinn and joker and yeah like yeah. that yeah it's like stuff like that it's like oh you say now all the time it's like oh people are like actually like glamorizing it everywhere. yes okay this gonna be the most fangirl thing okay Go. <laughs> so uh speaking of euphoria now um lately in fanfic you see more of the toxic trends in the romance genre of fanfic oh, yeah. uh, than before than in previous years. That's true. So, like, as far as to to to, to add on to that, in my little sector of the un- of the internets, uh, that is also the case. Um, like more and more toxicity than it's, ever before. Like after, I feel like a lot of it is That's a lot of people. I think a lot of people are trying to glamorize toxic relationships because either you become it's kind of like rooting for the underdog. Either you overcome it or you continue to put up with it until you can encourage change within it. And I feel like people don't understand how extreme that is to think that that's 
always going to happen because it's it rarely ever does it because it takes the two people to to the two people to understand that there has to be change within each party in order to have a healthy change in the unity mm-hmm. and it's so rare when it um, actually does happen it's very rare and people glamorize it especially because it's it's kind of like the whole rooting for the underdog thing and it's really yeah. it's really ignorant like if anything we need to encourage healthy relationships and and like like that old school like <laughs> love in a way where it's kind of like you know no. sometimes it can be unhealthy but, but- do you think that that old school love existed? Like, speaking of uh, the show we're talking about, oh, speaking damn. of White Lotus, yeah. so uh, Steve Zahn's dad was married to his mom all of that time, but carrying on a separate identity uh, beyond his marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's in the old school time whenever you stayed in your marriage no matter what, and then da-da-da. And so did that old school love quote unquote exist or were people more willing to work with one another and and uh, compromise and yeah yeah, tolerate different things in order to create a home for themselves and their children and a stability in their lives and the lives of the people around them i think i think okay i think yes and no because i feel like unfortunately there's you know there's an exception to every rule and i think the old school love existed because I feel like to a certain degree, people will be like the society would probably be far worse than what it is now if if it didn't exist at some point. But I think the overall idea of necessarily kind of just working together to build a better and then also understanding like don't get married until I'm not necessarily married, but don't be um, in a relationship. Like settle yeah. Don't settle down or be in a relationship until you're for certain that this person is who you actually want and if somebody that you actually desire. That's more so what I'm referring to because at one point that was a thing where, you know, the guy or the the female would, you know, chase whomever they wanted and then they were like, okay, this is me. And then you saw it a lot like in certain movies. Like I feel like to a certain degree, like when Harry met Sally, that's the first one that popped up in my head. They are like, this is who I am. Deal with it. And then after so many years of knowing each other, they were like, okay, this is who you are. And I love you for who you are. And I'm not finna. It wasn't necessarily toxic because they accepted one another for their differences, which is something to, that a lot of people nowadays don't do. It's yeah, like you get into really a relationship not, and you you're try not, to. If you're, if you're not this exact thing. Yeah then it's a it's, it's a wrap like exactly it, it's very kind of it's kind of rigid in a sense like people they don't allow people to make mistakes anymore oh and no yeah. they don't that sucks like, yeah i don't like that like i don't either it's like really terrible i think a lot of people have a, a misconception of what a mistake is and what a poor choice is right and, right right and a lot of people make and something you can just like and and some not every bad choice or decision or mistake that you make makes you a bad person. No. That's wild. No. Like it's it's kind of like, you know, you can choose to cheat. You can choose to cheat uh, or you can choose to be in a relationship with someone and they'll be like, "Well, that was a mistake on my part." And it's like, "No, you chose to to be out there and you chose to step out." And in that sense, it sounds like a, a, a series of decisions made. Exactly. You know what I mean? I chose to walk out of the house. I chose to get in the yeah. car. I chose to go wherever I went. Exactly. I chose to speak to whoever I spoke to. Exactly. I chose to continue speaking with them. I can, yeah. you know, I chose to meet up with them. You know, like right. that is so much going in. That's not like a oh that accidentally happened. You don't accident like 
I don't accidentally run into people, and you know, like this. Yeah. I would have to actively go out of my way to, to do interact. so. Exactly. You know, um, those are all like those. Are, that's choice. Like that's mm-hmm. full on choice. Nothing is ever just out of your hands. Like, oh my god, I, I could, couldn't you, have couldn't have done anything different. Like unless unless you were raped. Yes, you know what I mean? That's like, totally different. Though. Which is a totally different situation. And I um, oh, I feel like that's a, like an like that's an R word now. However, I will say that I think calling things sexual assault and all of this then there's um, a lot of false. The problem with that is it's the same word for someone who has been raped and it's the same word for, for someone, someone who who has been uh touched oh, and harassed like not not you mean you mean like yeah. touched in an inappropriate way yeah right yeah those are those can't be the same word i'm no. sorry to me they to aren't me, the same those are not the same thing they you need a stronger term yeah for uh for you know the full act of that right versus a transgression upon your person that um, you just that, didn't yeah, want that you didn't that you, invite yeah, that you didn't invite those i i just i i feel that in my heart like that those need yeah. to be they said definitely need separately to be separate. and not because when someone just says oh someone was sexually assaulted i don't know what that means and i want to know what that means it needs because to be defined so i want to, to understand um the situation yeah do you know what i mean yes it's like it needs to be defined so you know what happens so you know you're not walking on eggshells right. uncertain of what to say and what to do because it is something you want to be thoughtful of if you're interacting with someone who's dealt with that and i can agree like like the sexual assault is totally different from or just like the general sexual assault where someone just touched your shoulder and you didn't like it so you're gonna get them you know get them some time (laughs) for for touching you when you didn't invite it versus someone who has been held down and you know raped or someone who was molested against their right. will as a child or something right. like that exactly all I, of those that's are, totally I, different those all need different terms it's like they, it's like a, a a a scratch versus a gash you do yeah. you know what i mean or I, it, to be to to simplify and you know obviously it's a, com- a more complex thing than that do you know yeah. what i mean yeah. but those two things have separate terms for a reason yeah you you you, you can't be like oh it's just a gash no people will be like you have a gash yeah. no what you know yeah. <laughs> like no. you know the difference that's that that's a whole different level of alarm that you need to have it's like a sprain uh, and a know, fracture and and there's a whole different level of care that needs yeah. to go into each of those things yeah um uh, I do, yeah i do uh, i do see like i didn't think about it like that but like i do see a lot of people like using it like using sexual like or like assault as like a like a like a th- authority is that is that a very word authority word like a like or like authority? a like a trigger word or something no like um like, like on, on twitter uh, the, uh there's this uh video of this uh, lady it was like this lady doing her a little cousin makeup. He's a little boy. He's, he was he she was doing his makeup, or whatever. Oh, and um, in a flippant way. Yeah, and, got and it. There's mm-hmm. like a bunch of uh, straight dudes being like, "Oh, that's a, that's like a soul or whatever." For like, mm-hmm. it was like really, it's like really like, what do you mean? And like they were like yeah. talking about it, it like it was like calling them grooming or whatever, gay grooming. Oh. Dude, like hey, it was like hashtag okay. gay grooming. Oh I'm like, what are you talking about? And I don't think they know what grooming means. No, like, I don't think most people know what anything means. Yeah, like, yeah for real. Yeah. Say, I think people be throwing words out there. Like, that's what a lot of it is. Like, the little boy can make it. And I feel like that's how come sexual assault is now that... that It's too vague. vague like I, I, I feel like I all often, like again and again, I express that I believe that language 
needs specificity it does. because we need to be able to understand one another. We do. We, if you exist in this a- arena of vagueness, uh, we don't actually get to the meat of an, any issue. No. Like, so yes, there needs to be an understanding that these are two separate things and they, they are each two separate, two very serious things, but they need to be treated like like they like they, they matter in their own right exactly or, or um if that makes sense i feel like at one point they were and then yeah people people but now like but now rape is an r word right? pacified but, I, but that it's, doesn't honestly i'm gonna be a thousand percent honest with you it's only in america because it's right. only in the english language because we like this is one of the only complex languages that has so many like you know terms, yeah. there's so many different terms or can actually create so many new terms as easily as it does yeah. and and that relies upon context exactly to such a degree which is yeah and so, Whoa. because like uh, the context in which you use a word can completely change the meaning of the word, which is just insanity to me. Yeah. So you got like sarcasm and all that stuff, and all that, like yeah, right, and like some. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just a thing just written down, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, can be said in in like and four different yeah. ways to mean four different things. And that's insane to think about. But also, that's that's kind of how come in different ways too. Yeah. That's insane. But that also kind of ties back into how reading these characters was kind of like, it was hard to tell, like, what is what is what? Because the right. writer didn't necessarily define them to us. Because what side is, uh, I don't need the writer to be on a side. Yeah. But I need the the work uh, to be on, on a side. side. Yeah, the so work I has guess, to well, speak I guess for it itself. Need, I don't know, because it just makes it messy, right? Because it makes the meaning of the thing messy. Right. Like, the like the thing with the parents and the kids uh, talking about um uh, colonialism and all that and, mm-hmm. and racism and all that and the the different stance the parents were having versus the different stance that the kids were having versus mm-hmm. the different stance that even Paula was having yeah, from from from, all uh, them. from them mm-hmm. uh, from yeah. all of them um i can see how you want to present this uh uh blah 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 yeah. but also you have the parents having these like really like toxic opinions right yeah um, and then you present Even, them as sympathetic characters who yeah. are meant to follow and meant to engage with. Yeah. And uh, not that you can't do that, but it didn't. In doing so, he didn't seem to take a stance on whether or not those those opinions were wrong. Right. And even with that, like one thing. Even I think Olivia's point of view could have even been super toxic because it's kind of like she's being sympathetic towards the other towards other cultures but at the same time she's really just trying to use it as like a brownie points in a sense right like she's, you're not trying to pat herself on the back the exactly. entire time and then trying to be a white savior also exactly and that's like her mom was like you don't have to suffer in order to, <laughs> you know? to, to 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 go through things or to just you know have an opinion right do you think that like that was part of what the mom's issue with her saying paula has all these it paula has all these you know ailments or whatever yeah do you think that it was a a bit of that was like thinking like she was just trying to be a white savior to paula like oh i need to do this i think so because like i'm the one who needs to do that for her or whatever i feel like that 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 definitely could have been olivia's thing because even when paula was telling kai like oh um if she finds out about you she's gonna take you from me she's done it before that's her thing it's kind of like i i'll save you but then i also want and envy what you have so i'm gonna come take what i think i deserve or what i think is for me 
Golly. Or is she just trying to like um, distance Paula from everyone else who isn't her? Exactly. That um, happens a lot as too. Well. So I have experienced that with friends, especially especially friends. Damn. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, trying to not be different. People act differently to things, and I feel like I've experienced it a lot with young females, regardless of the race. It's just kind of like they just they if they like you they attach onto you and they don't want nobody else to have you it's very very controlling and it's very toxic Dang. but um it was more so when i was like a really little kid because i don't have too many friends now <laughs> but um you know another thing hbo i don't know how the hell y'all cgi that turd oh, that was insane oh my God, i think we went off on a tangent because i'm pretty sure you're about to talk I about, about to tell you about oh that. my god no, that's cool because I had to think a little <laughs> bit on that. Like that was a CGI turd for real. That's mm. disgusting. I'm just so glad it was CGI and not a legitimate turd because. Oh my god! Imagine like having to tell the actor, okay, today you have to poo oh into this just hold into this it suitcase all week and or hold it from. I tend to go. Every do not day, but do not hold it. Do not crap this morning or 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 like like um let us know when you need to go. <laughs> yeah. like, and then we will get then we will this shoot rolling. this the scene going. Oh my god. I just can't and it just made me think of a dog even just like, like even just like crouching there with your pants, pants down, down as an actor like how do you approach something so ridiculous without it's, uh, it's crazy yeah it's like, 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 like everything they would do or like it's like a bunch of like uh, whoever like whoever's balls those were i don't know like whatever yeah whoever's balls those were yeah and like yeah. showing you just like a lot of ass shots and everything like that yeah yeah yeah. You know another thing. Oh, I didn't understand the. So the Daddario thing didn't make sense. Oh, sorry. Well, no, yeah, exactly. well, but but you know like the so the thing where the Daddario's talking to the two uh, younger girls, right? Yeah. Um, and then she's uh she's mad about how the conversation went with them, mm-hmm. like because they were kind of being catty to her or whatever. Yeah. And then so she ends up uh like like undressing and getting into the pool, and then yeah. they both looked at her like. She just schooled us or whatever, and I oh, and then especially um uh Cassie um yes uh, Sydney uh, Sydney, um, Sydney Sweeney see I took was that. like was like what and then so that that was me thinking so I was thinking like oh she's she's checking her out or something and yeah. then that I thought that was gonna play into. Uh, the storyline with Paula because See, I thought that she was mm-hmm. like into Paula for a minute. I thought it, Paula was her girlfriend before she stated that was her friend. Right, and then also the thing with her dad thinking that he was gay, and she was like, "Oh, dad, yeah." And I thought that was gonna uh, play into that as well, and it just never occurred. I have things to say about how homosexuality is depicted in these. It, that's what I was getting into. Show. Next. Okay, all right, go. And Dude. even I took also I took the way. They did, like, Rachel and the girls, their scene, I feel like it was more so, like, they were being catty because they saw her. Like, she was just, Rachel, I feel like, was just being friendly because she saw them on the boat. And then I feel like them being catty was just because they she mentioned her mom. Like, if she hadn't said oh, anything to right. her about her mom and just No, but they were catty them. before that. Like, every everything they were saying. Like, In again, general, they again were the catty. context and tone of what they, of how they're, this, what, not, not exactly what they were saying, but the tone in which they were saying it. Yeah indicated to me that they were being catty to they, her. They were just naturally catty because even okay, on the right boat, there. they were catty and it's like they were in their own corner and it was like, what are y'all? Yeah, they're standing there making fun of everybody on the boat. Yeah. Exactly. Making fun of everybody and it's like, yo, like, who are y'all to be talking about anybody when you know, y'all couldn't even pay for y'all own trip. And <laughs> right. On top of that. <laughs> and you just, all you, the whole time, just giving them guff. 
facts. Oh and my god! On top of that, like I took it as they were judging her because like you saw how she was dressed compared to them. They were dressed kind of sultry, not necessarily sultry, but kind of in a sexier way. And she kind of had on like the polka dots, something. A little bit oh, more do quirky. you think? Oh, I thought so they were judging her appearance initially and thought she was probably was insecure about her body. I thought she was she, just chilling. Like, <laughs> see, that's what I think. But when. I'm looking at it from them being two catty girls. Right. That's the that's what I see. That's what I that saw, and that's what I put together after the fact. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that makes that makes a lot of sense. And but then again, like so again with the with the how homosexuality is depicted in these shows, and and especially in the second season, like I was thinking <laughs> it sort of uh, t- in the first season, but after seeing the second season, I was like, there's a much. pattern here. Yeah. Like there's too much of a pattern happening right now, and like. Um, so, uh, like, as with, with Paula and Olivia, right, mm-hmm. um, uh, I was, so, as, as, as I said before, I thought Olivia had, like, an unrequited uh, crush on Paula yeah, or something right. like that, and that, um, that that was the reason that she was trying to be, like, really possessive of her and, mm-hmm. then, and separate her from uh, that guy or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that ended up not being so. Yeah. And then the other, the other point I thought... Um, or Ma- Armand, whenever he was, uh, like, he's, like, okay, whenever they show gay characters on the show. Oh, wait, that, sorry. The other one that I thought was, like, a thing that might be gay was uh, the entire time we were watching the second season. I thought that uh, uh, Theo James and the other guy uh, mm-hmm. the, in the, the two married cu- oh, of the two married couples, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like, I thought something gay was going to happen there, especially since they kept saying that the other guy was not interested in his wife at all. His wife is Aubrey Plaza. Like, <laughs> what is wrong? Okay, whatever. So, like... <laughs> His whole, like, so him being this random dude and then him just, like, completely, like, having no reaction to to Aubrey Plaza, even when she was putting herself out there yeah. to him or whatever and for him. Mm. And, at, and at the time at which he uh, uh, stipulated, okay, um, <laughs> even, even uh, then when she was putting herself out there, he was still just, like, nothing, no no reaction, no, he's not yeah. physically attracted well, what to are you her. Doing? What are you doing? And so the whole time I was thinking, oh, so they're on this vacation because he's physically attracted to Theo James. To mm-hmm. like that oh. that has to be what it is. They they had one time where he came back from a run and then uh like immediately got on the laptop to to watch porn. And I thought for sure, oh, it's what gonna be gay hell? porn. It's gonna be gay porn. Obviously, why why show this otherwise? It's gonna be gay porn, obviously. Yeah. And like every time I thought something gay was gonna happen, it just never did. And I was like, What is this you what know, is this? And that's that was a but common like, thing for that, sure. That's common. Like the same thing with Cassie and Cassie. Oh my God, I'm gonna literally keep calling her Cassie. <laughs> by the way, that Olivia. is Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney's character was uh, the same thing with Cassie and Paula. Oh my God, I literally. Oh my keep, God, Olivia. Oh my God, okay, okay. <laughs> Whenever I say Cassie, I will always mean Sydney Sweeney uh, in this in this context. Olivia and Paula. Unless Paula I'm talking about skins. I don't know the time. But like. Um, <laughs> Godly. <laughs> this is all over the place. Element of P. But like, okay, so any other time he shows a character that is that is stated as being gay, mm-hmm. they only ever have sex with a person they're either coercing, yeah. um, paying, yes, or otherwise um, who is otherwise in that 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 situation for uh, some gain some type beyond of, that. Some type of you don't ever thing. know if that other person actually is, or well, sometimes you know, but mo- mostly that person is either straight or you don't know if they were straight or not. Yes. Um, and that that's happened again and again. Like that happened with Armand. That happened with that one guy, um, uh, Tom Tom Hollander, in the second season. Uh, I don't remember his character's name. That happened with Valentina. 
uh, like every character oh, yeah. that's stated as being gay uh, gets into a sexual a relationship with someone that they where it's coerced. Yeah. And whenever they show those scenes, um, they're always um, presented in a sensational manner. Except I wouldn't say maybe like maybe the Valentina. Uh, the Valentina and scene with the other lady, the the I the, think it was Mia or something. Mia, oh, yeah, yes, that yeah, is that's correct. Yeah. Valentina and Mia scene, now I think was fine, um, except that Mia was is stated as being straight and she was only sleeping with Valentina to get the 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 role of singer at the bar or whatever. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> this is a spoiler, but the gays in that in the, in the second season uh, end up being villains. And the and every time they kill somebody, like the the person who's killed at the beginning of the thing, you know, let I me mean, is a gay person, yeah. except for except for with the uh, um, with Tanya with Tanya in the second season, and that even um, yeah, she seemed like she was possibly. They were referring that she could have possibly been gay between her and Belinda. Right, and right, right, yeah. Oh, right, right. That's another one. That's another one where I yeah. thought something gay was going to happen between her and Belinda because I thought she was obsessing about Belinda at yeah. the beginning. And I'm like, oh, is she in love with Belinda right now? And then that just never pans out. Um, like, they never show a homosexual relationship that is in any way um, depicted as uh, just a regular thing. It's yeah. always mm-hmm. depicted as this uh, secret covert yeah. thing or this... Or, or this uh, oh this uh, crazy sensational thing like or he's sleeping with his co his employees yeah it was like an extreme right. stereotype even or, with yeah, the AIDS the, thing or or the oh that guy was supposed to be his nephew like yeah. like yeah or Steve Zahn's dad yeah. got AIDS from and gay I, sex you know I'm like part. I'm like what are you saying here because the narrative of your your thing is saying the gay is bad that's what it's just it's just that's what it's just blinking blinking or, red lights gay is bad you know the thing is even with that like I was when I first heard that they were like oh yeah and he lived a secret life he had AIDS I'm thinking you know if his dad passed away during like the 80s or even like the right. 70s or something like that I could understand if he caught AIDS just being with another woman so it's yeah, like, yeah. why did they have to be like? Oh, yeah, they they had to, they made a point to be like, oh, it was with he slept with men exactly. to get AIDS. They flat out said like, that, and then as if were, what? They even they even were like, oh, well, he he loved you and your, your mom, so and it's like, no, it's like, why not just have it to where he was a womanizer? Yeah, and right. He your, caught your AIDS because that happened so your, much. Your dad was stepping out on his marriage all the time. Exactly. Yeah, and, there's other ways. Like I think you watched something else that was like yeah, a similar thing. Yeah, it was uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. Thirteen Reasons Why was like, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, he got AIDS because he, he yeah he got AIDS care. because he slept with men uh-huh. while he was out on the streets as um, on drugs and and or he also anything, had intravenous drug use and all and that see, kind of stuff. And if anything, make it to where it's something like that because that was just as common. They were using needles and. Mm-hmm. Like you use a needle, you get you know you catch whatever the person had before you, and it's like if anything that was as common because I think the the model her name was Gia Angelina Jolie played the movie mm-hmm. of her. Right. That's what happened to her. She caught right. AIDS from her drug use exactly. during that era, not for being uh, promiscuous because mm-hmm. she was only with. Uh, but then even that is just is just a thing that like straight people said to one another to make themselves feel better about the chances of getting AIDS. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, like at that time period, they were like, well, I don't do uh, drugs and I don't uh, sleep with gay men. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and so that makes me safe from this or whatever. And that's not something that would touch me. That's just for them. Those others over there yeah. who are bad, you know, but you see, that was the thing. Most people caught it from drug use actually. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, make it that and not the extreme of making 
gay people seem like they're bad because drug use is bad no matter what you are. Yeah, didn't, <laughs> didn't they like not like didn't they like stop like didn't they uh actually try to like stop it once they found out like straight people were like can can actually get it or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah precisely because uh when it was just gay men like not not just gay men, you know what I'm saying? But when yeah. when when it was thought of as uh the gay disease or whatever they were just just dying in hospitals without anybody um yeah caring which was just which is just incredibly wrong uh until suddenly they they were just like oh we gotta find a cure we gotta we gotta think about this we gotta find a cure whenever it's uh straight people with the disease i'm like can y'all not like what what is wrong with you you? like have some human compassion exactly ugh because because even like uh the movie gia with uh the angelina jolie um the lady like they had an account uh you know it was based off of her real life and they were like you know she was a beautiful woman she you know that was the thing that got her other than the drugs really the because she stopped using drugs but she still had the disease and there was no cure at that time and you know they were like when she got ill she had it for so long and she had laid in bed for so long because she got to the point where she couldn't move they were like the skin peeled off her back when they picked up her corpse like after she passed away and they were like it just fell off her back like to think that they would let somebody have that type of disease and not try to find a cure back then just because it was a societal yeah. uh, stereotype, you know, to be towards a certain type of people is so evil. And it's like an example of how they treated even black people in a way. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> remember remember that when they thought that um, that, that only black people and, and, and people of, of a lower uh uh, class got uh, COVID, COVID oh, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, the fuck? Yeah. Um, well, because okay, so um, well, it was like in the beginning they thought okay, everyone's getting COVID. So like even white people were like, yeah, we gotta wear our mask. We gotta do what we gotta do because we gotta do we gotta do this for everyone. And then there was a week where there were like a bunch of news stories saying. Um, people in service positions and black, yeah, black people, Hispanic people, people in service positions are the that. ones who are catching it the most. Yeah. And then white people started wilding out that very week. They were like, why do I have to wear a mask? Blah, 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 <laughs> blah, 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 blah. This is only killing people who aren't like me. Ah. And then and they, know, like, they started losing their dang minds about not wearing a mask that very week that those news stories went out about that. And the thing Guarantee is, you that very week. I remember when those stories were coming out and they were saying the reason why why minorities were catching it more is because they really didn't have a lot of hospitals and things in that area. They didn't yeah, have access to But then also they don't have the ability to not go to work. Like all the white people were like, well, I'll just take a vacation off of work exactly. and I'll just oh, stay home. They don't okay. have the ability to take that much time off of work. Exactly. And they also uh, are in uh, work positions where you have to be in contact with a lot of people a lot of the time. Yes. And like that was a slight tangent, you guys, but still you see what we're getting at. It's just, it was terrible. It's, it's you see, I, I want to know. See, this this is what I come to again and again is I want to know where the work stands when it comes to these things. Exactly. Because what the narrative is telling me is gay, bad, gay, bad, gay, bad, and then what the what the you know what I mean? Like yeah. the the um the meta the meta conversation around the the show is that it's so gay positive, and I'm like I watched that shit. And I, I wa- I'm sorry, pit on, pardon me. I watched that. And you really that's not that. what I saw at all. Like, no. I saw the opposite of that, you know? I agree. And it was that. <laughs> and was, it was kind of offensive. I'm sorry. It was like that also with just, like, the general way they, they depicted all kinds of cultures. And it was like, 
it was pretty much like whomever wrote this you, um uh mike, mike white, white uh, i haven't seen much of his work to be honest but it makes me think is this a common theme in his in his work i mean it's at least a common thing in the first and second season of the show where it's just like he can't he's a neutral in everything and it's like are you trying to show how in life the the reality of what's going on is the neutral and but, people will make yeah. a decision which is which maybe is true, but even still it's kind of like maybe except us when you see how as a writer but when you see how his characters end up like Armand, gay character, he ends up dead. He's the only character who was, who, who was yeah. killed in the first season. Bury your gaze. Like, uh, Valentina, she ends up alone, mm-hmm. but with, with a little bit of hope, with the prospect that she's going to go out uh, to gay clubs with uh, with Mia and, and find someone. Um, but the person that she uh, was crushing on, um, uh, I know her name too. I really... Uh, 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 Isabella. Isabella. Sorry. Isabella ends up in a heterosexual relationship with Rocco and they're very happy at the end. And it's um, like with Yeah, and you and see the them being guy. happy at the end. It's like not... It's not you... Uh, um, Valentina ends with hope that she might mm-hmm. find someone in the future that's okay with her being gay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, yeah. and then even then like, you have the fuck? And like, is- and like, and her whole, the whole thing was presented uh, her being gay was presented as, as this kind of dark secret that she had yeah. also, which is like, are we, we're, how we're are we still, still are we still, the, are we still there? Okay. What, what universe is this? And, um, <laughs> but whatever. Go, and sorry. Even just kind of like with Greg and his lover, how they were plotting right. to kill, kill tanya and it's like i don't think it's his lover though because he 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 described it as being greg was this guy that he was really infatuated with unrequitedly and then um greg didn't actually want to be with him and in a relationship with him and so they were just friends so uh, like but he was doing all that for greg though as well because he loved him right so 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 aren't gay characters presented as being these hopeless individuals who have no prospects because they don't end up happy the two uh, straight couples in the second season end up together and happy in the end and uh the the little kid the kid albie uh albie and uh portia uh end up end up uh meeting together at the end of the uh oh, second season yeah. and getting together like yeah. the the dad ends up reconciling with his wife the old man said he had a great uh 25 year relationship no it was probably longer probably like a really yeah. long relationship with his his wife you yeah. know yeah uh, they present heterosexuality is not only the norm but also as a place of happiness and and th- where characters end up settled and yeah. and uh, you know like and yeah. gay is always oh they're lonely isolated. they're isolated they're the, the that thing about them is is something that they don't find uh, liberating in any way yeah. um they're they're sad bastards who are oh who God. are glued to their jobs and you know and 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 are are lonely, you know. Yeah. They're they're all so lonely. Armand and Valentina, the, the, some of the loneliest scene. characters. Oh my god, the stuff yeah. with Valentina. Oh my god, yeah. depressing. Even, even like um, with Tanya, I feel like oh, or villains. Sorry, I forgot about the villains. Like they, I feel like the way they even depicted her, and like it was like, what was the point in keeping her? You just gonna kill her off? That's the thing. I was thinking she was right. gonna be something every single season. But if you kill that would her be off, cool. That would have been if great. she was just traveling to different uh, yeah. resort spots. Oh my god, that that would have been so a uh, baller. That would have been awesome. And maybe the actress just didn't want to keep doing it. I mean, that's valid. But at the same time, it's kind of like 
like this show is so all over the place i feel like it needs either it needs it that, that 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 steady point or needs whatever, a, steady point. Um, a north star kind of and also she's a super rich lady who has nothing to do besides travel. travel to different resort spots like she would have been the perfect person for that exactly would have been like her experience always at the white lotus unless they're gonna pick like a different person from each every season to carry it over or whatever like like one of these guys from the second season possibly we might see Portia again if anything oh right Uh, no but she's poor though Portia poor though but she got her money if she no no she well she was her assistant though yeah no yeah because like and I don't even think Portia gonna get money from that because the the husband didn't even like her and the husband just inherited all of all of uh, Tanya's wealth but she killed him no she didn't kill her husband her husband left beforehand I didn't see season two Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just we, saw the recap. Oh my god. Okay. You sure aren't talking about season two, huh? But still, yeah. this is terrible. You see, so we might see Greg again. The thing is, he had a disease, so chances are he was gonna die anyways. Oh my gosh. This is just too much. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like so, this whole show is just too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, cause I, I um, cause I get what you were talking about with the, uh, the depiction of gays. Cause like you can never like. Cause I'm always trying to find a way to like get the point across that like being gays and like only promiscuity promiscuous uh promiscuous or whatever it doesn't have to always be like sexual or whatever oh yeah right oh i see what you're saying because when you argue with somebody it's like always like oh well they're always like well protect the kids because like a lot of them are pedophiles or whatever and all that stuff and like it's always like they're always like going to examples like this like the show or whatever and it's always like oh yeah there there's like yeah, it's always that same or like, predatory, predatory yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that thing like, which oh, this okay. could um feed into that trope of the predatory gay with we're in um they're like on the prowl for straight yeah. people to turn or whatever yeah. like that because because they never because as i said you never know if the person well sometimes you know but mostly they're straight but you never know that the person that they're sleeping with is not straight do you right. know what i mean like uh uh, like uh bisexual homosexual yeah. whatever pansexual any 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 sexual beyond heterosexual right um and, like, and coerced and coerced into it yeah that's such a terrible depiction i don't yeah. understand why it's people really are saying bad. that this is like gay positive like that's i just what, don't understand that that's the part i really understand because everybody was like jennifer you know she obviously was, jennifer coolidge is amazing she's and amazing she's an icon. yes we love her but she's so like I didn't understand how her work in this show was like gay anthem or like gay positive because this show it's, was it's not, not that. It's not that. It's not that at all. I'm sorry. Like, uh, yeah, cause I was I was just vaguely offended the entire time. I was too. Watching but I'm it. not even gay. I'm just like, right. Exactly. Yeah, that's why like uh, strangers are always like scary. Like, like strangers are always like whenever they see a gay person around them, they're like, oh, if he does this around, right? Me, around, like just like making their own. Like, and I'm fantasy, like, what like, does that yeah. person? What 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 does what that person do have anything to do with what you're doing? Yes. Like it makes no sense. Like, that doesn't like, make sense. Your best life. I don't care as long like, as you're not affecting me. It, it, you <laughs> know what it makes me think of. So like. Why do you think gay people being around you suddenly makes you gay? Yeah. It's the same thing. It makes me think of religion where they're like, where they're like, oh, if I read Harry Potter, then that means I believe in, oh, witchcraft, believe in witchcraft or something. Or but something. I'm like, doesn't that mean you believe in it more so than the people who, who actually, actually just do. read yeah. it? Like, for because it's a fun thing to do. Yeah. Like, I feel like you believe in it. And they don't. Yeah. It's like if you're if you're like if you're not like if you're not gay already, if you're like if you're not like about whatever you're scared of already and it's like it's don't be don't worry about it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like what do like, you worry about? Because they'd be like, Oh, what if like um I know Yeah, unless they're are, like yeah. I know some people are like, Oh, if 
if he, uh, what if he like tries to like kiss me or whatever? What if he tries to like, how would he you know, do like, that? what if he tries to like, yeah, why would they do why that? Why would he do whatever? that? It like, makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know you. Yeah, but yeah, like, and and you assume that this is gonna automatically want you also, which, sorry to say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sorry to say, a lot of the dudes that say that. They're not. Whoa. Somebody's checking for. Whoa. Calm yourself. You then need to you settle t- down and look in the mirror, sir. Oh, my God. Then when you tell them, like, they won't like you, they, like, get off anyway. But, like, whenever uh, you tell them, like, oh, they, don't, they won't want you anyways, they get all offended. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you, like, what, what, is, what, what, like is, what is your, you don't have skin in this game. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. It's so much. Anyways, I'm just saying. Sorry to go off on a, the, so we, much we, of a tangent. Like this name. Like, at least I'm talking about the show. Though. You know. Well, you know this 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 show had a lot of potential. I feel like I'm definitely going to go into season two because I've only seen the recap, so I only know so much. But even then, I feel like it had so much potential to be so much more. Uh, Mike or Mark, whatever your name is. Mike White. Done, Mike White, you should have done better. <laughs> I see. I like the show. What I, I like it. I like it. What he what he does. But but I have questions about the uh, I have Just questions the about the stance of the thing and 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 maybe maybe it is such that whoever watches it can can get whatever they want out to get out of I it out of it that's what I was thinking. although i don't see how you can get the gay positive out of it i just don't I just see don't it either. like i guess they just, just because there are gay characters in it that's it like it's, that's it that's all i see it like and they're not even play oh wait, wait, wait. I, I, I see that as the same way with BET. People are like, don't get rid of BET. But I'm like, nothing positive comes on BET about black people. I don't care what nobody uh, says. Everything right, on yeah. there is negative. It's a stereotype of the black community. And it's everything pretty much bad depicted in the black community. And they don't really do a good job at representing the average black family or the average black human being in, no, in like, general. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't felt connected to anything that was on BET in a long time. No, like, that's just like the like 90s. Just like, it just doesn't. It's no, it's no longer that. It's just Tyler Perry Central, pretty much. And I feel like if people will stand for it regardless, just because it has some type of representation, and that's a poor reason to stand for something, just because it, it visibly looks how you want it to, that yeah. doesn't mean it's actually portraying that and if you only if you get too caught up in the uh, the visuals, the visuals of it, the, or something, you're going to bypass the importance of of it actually being good and it actually being good so i yeah more like bad entertainment television facts yeah facts um, and like i noticed like with like a white people but there's like mostly or people that are like oh yeah this show is amazing it's so amazing like gay positive whatever right uh because like only because like they like to hype up like certain white people like they like hype up um what's your name sydney sydney what Wait, um, Jennifer, J- Jennifer Coolidge. Who? Yeah, Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, like, yeah. That's like the whole entire like thing I heard about. Like, oh, Jennifer Coolidge was doing this, that, and third. Like, oh, oh yeah, I'm like, yeah, she is. She and, and she's she is amazing, yeah. and she is very good. Like, and as we said, like, I, it would have been great for her to be the, uh, the the character that 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 we followed throughout the entire thing. Although it would be weird for someone to die at like every resort that she went every, to yeah. every time. She. I, Although I mean, as far as running gags go, like yeah. that would have been hilarious. Like, like uh oh, she's <laughs> like the she's like the bad token. Of like luck. if it if it the fourth season, they were just like, ma'am, we're gonna have to ask you some questions. <laughs> like that would have been like, so good. You were here at this one. You were here at, at this, this one. I was in my room. I, 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 don't I know. just don't know what could have happened. I just they, don't know. they said she fell off. I just. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I just don't know. I just don't know. I, 
no, oh, this is so bad. Anyway. This is bad luck. I, uh, you know, you know, it just, it, I mean, it would great. But the one last thing, one last thing I right. have to say about this show. What's that? The music buildup had it to where everything was flat. And I feel like they could have done better with that. Because it was either awkward silence or it was constant like dramatic suspense to the point to where when something happened, I was like, I've been waiting 10 minutes for this to happen. I'm not scared no more. Hashtag hereditary. Facts. <laughs> it's just terrible. They yeah. needed to do better with that because it made the entire show flat. And I feel like chances are the show wouldn't have been like I wouldn't have paid too much attention to everything else if the music hadn't led me to nothing. Right. So. <laughs> nothing. Yes. Although, uh, yeah, a lot of that I think it might be him trying to play on play on your idea of what was going to happen a lot of the time, and then trying to uh, circumvent that in a, in a lot of ways. Yeah. All right. We'll see you. Yeah, well, White Lotus do better season Man, two. That's pretty much it, yeah. And yeah, it's pretty to look at. Very pretty to look beautiful. at. Very well acted. Great casting. Uh, very, uh, very awkward. Uh, it, it, it actually, yeah, very, it's extremely awkward and a good time. A great yeah. time. But but just not a good gay time, guys. I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to <laughs> stick with that stance. I'm sorry. Unless I see something different, I'm gonna have to stick with that stance. We'll say you. Uh yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I like I like like you just say it was pretty. It was pretty like it. Look at yeah, that's pretty much it though. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, you like pretty much. Could, there could have been like a better like execution, but like I don't expect anything to be like perfect. But like I would I would I I I do uh, agree with you. It could be like it could be better. Be better, yeah. I mean, we're gonna watch it regardless, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely TV. entertaining. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> not saying it's bad. Yeah, no, I would never say it's bad. It's not. It's not bad at all. It it's just um, what's the word for it? Uh, it doesn't know what it wants to be. Indecisive. Indecisive. Yeah, yeah. indecisive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If an, if a piece of media can be indecisive, this one is is it? Um, and also, I think they were quite bold to have a man shitting on me national television for real like i've never in my life seen that i just didn't know what he was going to do and for them to just graphically show it was because like you know anytime a character has done that in any other media they show him with the intent of doing it and then they just don't show the actual act of it and they and you just know from the reaction of the other characters later that 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 it actually happened yeah it wasn't you know like what you said there's no cutaway how kids like you like maturity like I can oh, see like a yeah. kid watching it and be like oh I'm, I'm being so cool right now watching like whatever all this stuff like, all this yeah. stuff's happening oh wouldn't it be cool if he just pooped and we watched it yeah. you know like, like swim, yeah. would it Bro, Mike no. no freaking scarred my grown ass I'll tell you that but. <laughs> and like both seasons, oh, both seasons are pretty similar if that's like the last oh very similar yeah oh yeah they like, shit in season two too no no no, no like it's very similar <laughs> in like in like. So in like character, so like just okay. just take Armand and Valentina, um, they're both gay. They're they both um, are trying to hit on employees of theirs. Um, they both are um, like losing their minds toward the end, like a little bit, a little bit. Uh, all of that, just like it's almost like the same character just remixed in a different way. They they just mirror each other. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Whatever. Both making bad decisions at work. Holy crap. They both won't go home. Like, <laughs> like they both won't go home. They go and hang out at the bar at the place where you work. Why would That's you do so that? That doesn't make sense. Go home. Yeah, they always have a same, like, Mr. Mosby suit on. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Like, yeah. <laughs> go down the road. Just do something else. Like, who, who, who needs that? Like, you're the only, like, 
take you, you know like how work is just this weird tension that you have in your your yeah. body and then stepping away from that is the only thing that keeps you sane how are they not, are they not leaving insane? immediately upon them being able to leave crazy it's like it's not like the tilts the hip no god the tipton with right, right. The Hilton. It's not like the Tipton with Mr. Mosby. Like, no, y'all can go home. Y'all just have an office on the first floor. Right. You don't have a suite. Right. Go like, home. Go home. Like, oh uh. Okay. <laughs> you need your own space to be able to decompress. Exactly. It makes no sense at all that, like, that they would not leave their place of employment to go somewhere else. Armand was sleeping in his car in a parking lot. He showered in the freaking ladies' locker room. Oh, my God. And I know he was on drugs and stuff, but, like, <laughs> still, still go home. home. He was doing oh it God. in the freaking office. Yeah. Like, I would think right. somebody's watching. Why would he leave all his drugs just there in that drawer? Anybody could have went. He, like, you can take it. You can, you can, you can. You know, these are really small. You can just put them in a bag and take them home. As I said again, go home. (laughs) He can even put them in containers where they look official for himself. That's true. At home. (laughs) That's true. Good God. (laughs) Armand. Guess what you could also do at home? <laughs> poop, man. You could poop in your own bathroom, <laughs> sit on the seat, and not think about the germs. You can go at home. <laughs> oh, God dang it. <laughs> we need to stop. That's been... That's been... Real. That's been... Uh, uh, I keep wanting to say euphoria. Like, I keep stopping myself from saying euphoria. Mm-hmm. That's been White Lotus season one. We'll probably hit you in with that season two, two, even though we've, like, probably spoiled you on season two. I'll probably, I'll probably like, add in spoiler warnings at some at some <laughs> of the points. Like, um, but, yeah. Okay. All right. Peace out, y'all. Thanks. Bye, y'all.